Dude, those, those posters. Yeah. Um, the, the Finders Keepers ones? Yeah, the Finder, the Eddie Stacy yeah, ones. Dope. They are so dope. <gasps> have I, you seen I, the Eddie Stacy posters that they tweet out yesterday? Have you seen them? I get Hayden. distracted easily. Hayden! Somebody's yelling at Hayden. Hayden! Chase the song, Hayden. Hayden! 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 Boy. Hey, Hayden! Change song. the song! Change the song! Change, Change the song! song. <laughs> I hope you recorded that. Yeah, we did. This is Unrelegated, a Atlanta soccer con slash World Cup watching Atlanta United podcast. Goal! No. <laughs> As, Who scored? Hashtag never Mexico. That was me- I actually like Mexico, <laughs> man. Eh? As uh, Thank you. Kelly does I've been practicing. What? I've been practicing. <laughs> I, I, I went away from the mic. It uh, didn't matter. <laughs> Still, my left ear, for whatever reason, my left ear is just it's gone now. Hypersensitive. And, uh, we, I'm always on the left of you. That's we've why, we've got it? DJ uh, Kevin Sheik. Yeah, man. Cheeky. Hanging out with us. Cheeky. Cheeky. Yep. Yeah. Cheeky. <laughs> Currently, there's a 10-year-old DJ. Yeah. I'm telling you, and after the song is over, he's gonna he's gonna not hear it again. But he doesn't know what to do now. There's not a pre there's not a song pre-selected for him, so he's yeah. not gonna know what to do. What do you go by these days? Uh, whatever you want to call Brothers. <laughs> hey. He is he is whatever you want him to be. Man. No, he doesn't. I never know. I never know. You're too smooth. Sheesh. Yeah. Your first name is Sheesh? Yeah. That's a great No, that's my name. Sheesh is my name. No, he's a Sheesh. 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 Like smoking that Sheesh. Sheesh. Come on, like Sheesh. Man. Like sheesh brothers Sean, over there. Yeah. <laughs> hey. But actually, what if it went better than that? not at work, so can't call me by that name. Well, thanks for joining <laughs> us. Uh, it is Saturday. It's the day before the Portland match. We've got a uh, pretty nice weather. It's been a little breezy. Yeah. A uh, little threat of rain, but anything. anytime it says 50% in well, Atlanta, the, I don't believe it. The breeziness, though, kind of freaks me out because it's like pre-rain breezy. You know what I mean? Well, you asked me, do you have weights for the tent? Like, you were thought a tornado was going to come through here or something. Oh, but any t- any tent. the tent <laughs> out. It was I, a little okay, windier. So, so I, I work breezy. at an event company, and, like, we always weight our tents down. Yeah. Well, like I'm sorry I don't meet do. your expectations. Well, this well, is the unrelated company standards. Excuse you. Goodness. This You're lucky. Going to go We're lucky we have chairs. Here. These are Office Depot chairs. And by the way, Office Depot is not open until 9 a.m. on Saturdays. But this guy this got guy. the hookup. Do you know somebody? And the manager walked someone. me in. Oh, you know. Wow. Yeah. I had the whole store to myself, and I was able to get these suckers 20% off. Depot he definitely VIP. knows somebody. 20% off. Yeah. Definitely knows somebody. Yeah, yeah. Is that a shout out well, though that you know, know somebody, somebody at Office Depot? He, know <laughs> he knows somebody. It's like a capital. It, a. Rent, it is if no. you need something when they're capital closed. Randy from Office Depot. Listen, 
everybody, everybody can everybody can belittle the shout out until they need something and it's closed and at, that's the only place that Depot, you can yeah. get the stuffs. Yeah. Song. Yeah. Uh, what is Song. he doing? Song. You, you gotta you pay attention. You're the DJ. So Kevin's son is uh, hey, is DJ. Awesome. Up, man. He also wants to watch his video games or whatever he's at the same Switch. time. Oh, playing Switch. Yeah, Fortnite on Switch. That game has ruined oh, everything. I, he's pressing buttons. I don't Him even know too. what he's what, doing. What, we got Brittany Arnold, he? paparazzi over here oh, taking pictures of us. We saw that. That was the silence for the, the photo. That yeah. was the silence for the photo, everybody. I don't hear anybody. And By the way, speaking of silence, did you see that that uh, the, the national television for, broadcast for, for Argentina, Argentina? The moment of silence. They lit candles and did a moment of silence after the Argentina game yeah. lost. What? After the, after the they loss. They literally really? did that. Yeah. Like they were already dead. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I was like, I tweeted out. I was like, I don't it's know too, what he's doing. I was like, it's too bad Argentina won't be able to play Nigeria now that they're already dead. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I actually picked Nigeria to win. Did you? Yeah. I did. You know what? Uh, World Cup zucchini picked uh, Nigeria to win as well. Oh, because they're just, green. I, I oh, picked yeah. them because of the kits. Yeah. Yeah, their yeah. kits are dope. Yeah. That's okay. World Cup zucchini goes with any team that has green a green jersey. He's totally got it. There's yeah. a new song player. So World Cup zucchini actually predicted that Mexico will draw this game. Uh, oh, but you just lost your DJ title, man. Yeah. Your oh, son's okay. a get over. Yeah. He's carrying on the family. We don't need you anymore. <laughs> family business, man. I think. He, oh, he is rocking it. Look at him. He's pressing all he's the like buttons. He's like turning right knobs now. and stuff. He's like, a, <laughs> he's like a little Skrillex over there. So we're in front of Riraz and Atlanta uh, off of Crescent. He's so uh, proud of himself. Crescent and Peachtree. Uh, is this your first soccer con uh, or what? Oh, no, I've been to all three. All I'm, three. I've DJed okay. all three. Okay, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you had scarves laid out last time, too, I right? did, yeah. Yeah, so you were, like, doing the double duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was hard to keep up double with people duty. asking about scarves duty, and big, trying to DJ at the same time, big. much like doing a podcast and trying to DJ at the same time. Yeah. What about you, uh, she, she, She's Easy? This she, is she's my easy. first Sheezy. <laughs> so, oh, cool, me yeah. too. Hey. Yeah, high five. Welcome. First timer. This is by far the... The best setup for soccer con. I get a big shout out to uh, Austin, Jr. and Robin, and all those folks. Yeah, yeah, huge work. And, uh, uh, Ryan, and Ryan here, Rira, Rira, yeah. Rira, and uh, and then Atlanta well, we Outlaws are, are here. We are so happy to have Ryan back in the ATL yes. from uh, Indiana. Oh, he was exported. I didn't yeah, know that. he went up there to uh, work at Rira up there, and now he is back where he belongs with his nice. family and friends here in the ATL. He will not nice. be allowed to leave again. No. You better, I better get free food for that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have a. I mean, there, you know Randy at Office Depot. I know will, Ryan yeah. at Rero. <laughs> there, there are loads of vendors here. Uh, this is the biggest I've seen it. Uh, we have uh, the faction trailers here with TVs and beer. And We're we sitting have here a, staring at Harris. We have a couple. Yeah, Harris from Dirty South Soccer is here. Jessica from Atlanta. United Fan TV is here. It's a bunch Soccer of people. in the it's a big streets. Uh, Silverbacks. Uh, we yeah, have took Antonio over. Guzman is here. Yeah. <laughs> from the Unified oh. Team. Oh, giving oh autographs. Yes, he's right. doing autographs. So if you haven't seen um, uh, anything on the Unified Team, there's some great content on Atlanta United Twitter and their website. Uh, we got the chance, some of us got the chance, uh, I didn't get to do it this year, but the year before, got to go and actually welcome them, do the signings when they actually signed uh, to, to the Atlanta United team. So that was dope. Will he be at the All-Star game? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. there's a Unified. Antonio's in the uh, MLS All-Star game, Yeah, right? the MLS yeah. Unified yes. team. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he made the All-Star team. Yep. I, remember they play, I remember they beat Orlando last year. That's all I remember. <laughs> That's all that matters. That's all you need to know. Exactly. That's, That's all, all that matters. matters. Look, if you're a casual Atlanta United fan, just keep up with, 
We always beat Orlando. I mean, Orlando. Is, that too, <laughs> is that just is that is that too fierce to be like, yeah, you beat the Orlando Unity team? Like, Did, you know, no, no, uh, okay. no. I, do, I don't think no. so. I'm like, yeah. it's still a competition. Orlando. It's still, yeah, still I sports, mean, sports, man. Sports. Go. I don't oh like, my gosh. Did, did you see the uh, the picture that was posted? Like, um, it was on North Terraces, I believe, or North American Casual Fans. There was an Orlando fan that was like. Uh, it was a picture of us, or it was a video of us singing um, "Take Me Out to the Ball Game" in New York. Oh, New York! Yeah. And there was a guy who was like, do, "Do the Atlanta fans own anything other oh, than yeah, yeah, the yeah, original yeah, yeah, scarf yeah, yeah. and the five stripe shirts?" And I was like, "Well, we do Orla- own Orlando, so." <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, how many jerseys do you have? You worn to your playoff games? I mean, yeah, I know, yeah, right? exactly. None. <laughs> how many playoff T-shirts do you own, sir? Yeah. What kind of identity it. does your team have? They're How many so, scarves for saying so playoffs? New coach every other year. Yeah. I guess they're announcing a coach today. Yeah, so, that's that's what the, uh, the thought is. They talked to uh, uh, Caleb Porter. They've got a game tomorrow. Uh, I mean, they, it's about time. They talked to, I think, uh, what was it? Uh, the ex-national Brazilian coach. Uh, uh, Phil. Phil, yeah. Uh, Phil. Uh, I can't think of his Big Phil. Yeah, Big Phil. So they, they have a, a, a few people in mind, I guess, so. They're going to announce that uh, so that this poor guy who is their interim manager can go Are back to, trying to go being back to their the youth academy guy or whatever. You know, uh, it's it certainly know. seems like it, yeah. but uh, it's going to be interesting for any coach that comes in there because New basically ownership. all of the money has been spent for players. They have the pieces, though. They just need to get these knuckleheads to work together <laughs> to start yeah. doing things. Well, they're all back now, too. They're, yeah. they're full strength They had some injuries so yeah. and, and stuff do. like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. It'll be interesting because we play them in two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. They, they the he's picking great songs. I know. They could get it back above the line, uh, but that would require New England and Philly to, to suddenly stop doing what they've been doing. That's uh, true. And they've been, too, they've been winning Y'all games. I don't know what's happening. Too much love right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So tomorrow, actually, you know what? Let's let's uh, vent a little bit. Uh, the U.S. Open Cup, uh, we, we got knocked uh, out in the fifth round and in Mercedes-Benz, but we broke the record, uh, over 41,000 fans. Uh, we did. We did break a record, guys. So con- there's that. Continue. Uh, we left our mark on something. Matter. Forty-one thousand and twelve, uh, and uh, I think those twelve people. I did see those twelve people leaving uh, like thirty seconds before the match ended. So shame on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know if I should shoulder <laughs> some of the blame. That was the first home game I've missed since we started. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly. Well, actually, weird- it wasn't at KSU. That was a home game. It's not a home game. Technically, first game in the bins. it was. Yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like how you have Coach over here keeping yeah, track yeah, of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I keep track like of everything. He's got a clipboard it's right my mom. now. Weirdly, he just pulled a clipboard out of his back pocket. <laughs> yeah, I don't even yeah, know how yeah, that's possible. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> uh, weirdly, a bunch like of, got Landon like, Donovan pockets. You see those pockets when his ad, when he's holding I'm, up the scarf, his pocket. Oh, well, I mean, I got all money. these zippers on my pants, <laughs> so I can... Ugh. <laughs> go ahead, Kelly. Sorry. That's okay. No. What are we venting about? Because both of those can go very far. Big ass horse walking across the street. It's oh my oh goodness! Yeah. Is that a Great Dane? You know, I it's actually when I wanted to get a dog, I was looking at a Great Dane and I was like, I can handle this. And then um, I you would take two hands to pick up the poop. It does, yeah, yeah. it does. Take Why two would hands. you want that? Big dogs, big because poop. actually Great Danes are great apartment dogs. I understand that because they're super lazy until and they, they're fine with they just shit. Oh, yeah, no yeah, giant. We have friends that would all over the place. place. They had a uh, dog that was scared of thunderstorms and they were gone. And uh, oh, that's like in their townhouse apartment kind of thing. And when when the thunderstorm hit, they had to buy new carpet, new <gasps> sub flooring. Oh no! Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's not just fear. That's just that's straight like up, straight like, up like, angry like, that they're not there. Fear like that I dog moved to a show farm. Show you for leaving again. After. Yeah, I will show you for leaving again. So uh, we we lost uh, the match. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of different takes on Twitter afterwards. Calm down, everybody. There were. Uh, 
and I think there's two very and at, at the end of the day I think it boils down to me it boils down to two different philosophies yes. you have people at the end of the day who felt like we should have played a stronger team I feel this on the, I'm no. on the I'm on the other side where I felt I felt other than maybe uh, Vasquez where we could have put Carlton in instead yes, I felt that that team should have beaten on paper being yeah, that Chicago paper, Fire yeah, team, because traditionally we're not like the Hunt family teams. We're not Casey and uh, uh, Chicago Fire who play almost all their first team players right. in the fifth round. It, later rounds, maybe. Yeah, so, so, for sure. But what do you guys think about it? I mean, was it to me? It was just a, it was a matter of we just didn't play well enough. Uh, uh, we just didn't have an, our, our our offense. Vasquez just disappeared, and Romario yeah. just didn't have the didn't first have touch. And you know what? They always have and off games, and this just wasn't we had a chances. game. They just put it away. Yeah, this wasn't a game for them to have an off game, as far as like Romario is concerned, because it, the entire team is leaning on you, leaning on you to to score. And so when you have Brandon Vasquez, who who did sort of just disappear for the game, and Romario having an off off day, that leads our offense for having no outlet to score. And and in in hindsight, I think looking back at the match. Um, I was extremely pleased and very proud of AWO. Andrew Willie Amanu had a great game. As same with Miles Robinson. And I think, if anything, to me, that game, even though it didn't turn out the way we wanted it, of course, and I am with Jay's philosophy. I don't think we needed to start our starting eleven. We had uh, Almiron there for the entire ninety, so that also says something to you. But and I think, Tito and and Tito for the entire ninety. So my, my opinion is that if anything that we got out of the game. Uh, we, we got to see that Miles Robinson is worthy of being on our starting 11 and if not having a starting position because he's he's developed extremely well over the past year and is, is showing that he can develop further and, and gaining his comfortability on the back line. So I think take, a, take away a positive, we know that we can 100% rely on Miles now. But the second half was diarrhea, straight up. It was diarrhea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was absolutely diarrhea. <laughs> Soccer it was, diarrhea. It was a weird that was a development game. Yeah. I mean, it really was. Like, like you've been saying, Kelly. I mean, it's... It's tough to have the balance, yeah. right? I mean, what if he if we won this game, you'd never hear any complaints about the players that we put in. No. Look, well, I mean, look at here. I mean, uh, that, that's the U.S. Open Cup. We don't necessarily need that right now. We needed that no. last year. We need we, we needed, needed the Open year, Cup. Yes. I was high, more disappointed with last year's falling out yeah. to oh, Miami. Miami. Yeah. Oh, that was oh, brutal. Yes. Uh, please, yeah. please. I mean, not just the way that game went. We needed but it last they year. They didn't try harder because we were mid-table last year at this yeah. time. Yeah, right. Uh, Which is the same thing that Chicago is looking at. So of course, if they're thinking here, can it we? It meant either, more to them. Can we? Can we go for an open cup and try? Well, and the Hunt CCL? family teams always play. Right. Well, they've been in it. Right. Yeah, from yeah. The, their starting guys there. So, it's so just, looking at it tactically, you think as Atlanta United, are we going to risk? You know. Starting our starting eleven and well, listen, then going Joseph to Portland has a face and broken. Points. Yeah, he's going to wear a, a shield tomorrow <laughs> I mean, on his face. Yeah, and and and, and you I have hope it's black. <laughs> and you want I mean, to rest some of you guys for the Portland game. What it looks like. I, I somewhat think it's going to be. Is it going like to have the picture? Who would you, like what would you have played? Who would you have played? Well, my thing was from the beginning of the season they talked about how they wanted this trophy. The lineup they put out Wednesday night didn't say they wanted it. So don't give us these false hopes and dreams about you want this trophy but put out some But Tata always said he was going to play bull. youth. Yeah. And he also still attempt to find that balance to, to still well, the entire well, game. Well, you know Chicago is going to come with the A game. They're right. going to oh, yeah. throw their starters out there so we should have did the same thing. No. I, I don't I, I mean, don't believe If Romario gets a couple better touches, it's, you know, a different a ball game. Better. Yeah. He never had a good one. 
whole game. He didn't have a good. He really didn't have a good game. I think if anything, if we how are we supposed to know that Vasquez was going to blank on that whole game? And I think that when I listened to Jason Longstreet saying that, how are we supposed to him over Carlton? Seriously? No, I just I agree. I wholly disagree with not starting Carlton over Vasquez. We all do. We all do. But he's being rewarded for his 2017 season. I think is what this is. I don't think so. This is not the time to do that. Yeah, this is not college football. This is not time to get people anticipation trophies. Exactly. Good job last year. We can't take it back. You're not starting a senior. You know, if a if a sophomore's better, you start the sophomore. You go with Carlton there. I mean. I think that's the Tactical biggest thing. Mishap, yeah. I think that's what frustrated the most people is at the end of the day, you can disagree on philosophies of what of who, of who to start or do you go stronger in the fifth yeah. round uh, in terms of starting players. But at the end of the day, what I do think most people agree is that Andrew Carlton should have started. Absolutely. Or got more minutes at least. Yeah. And one again, more round would have been that's a... That's one of the things. I wish they would have subbed him on If we If we had done that in the sixth round... Yeah, I'd have been a lot more upset. Yeah, we could have yeah. we could have survived with that lineup in the sixth round because we would have had who Nashville or Miami. We would have had a USL team. L- uh, Louisville exactly. beat Nashville, I think. Louisville or whoever it was. We could we could have survived like that, but Tato had that in his back of his mind when he was making his lineup. And and in the end of the day, you got to either trust him that he's okay with starting who we started because they are still good players. Like I said, AWO had a great game. Uh, you can still trust the guy, but say that he he. Blew made a mistake. It. Yeah. Then he made a mistake yeah. and didn't made, put in the right. I honestly the think the on. only mistake he made was not starting Andrew Carlton. I think that that's what I'm saying is that at the end of the day, even though we disagree on some of these other things, that that's the one thing we can't agree on. Yeah. Um, yep. So moving on, uh, we have a couple of uh, different rumors uh, floating around. Uh, Eric Ramidi is a 23-year-old central midfielder um, uh, at Banfield, okay, in Argentina who seems well-fitted to the role of the number six. And it's I, think I saw a tweet yesterday that says pretty much the verbal agreement is now becoming a contractual agreement at this point. Um, well, he didn't he supposedly come in for a physical? Uh, that's what people said. He f- well, people said that he flew, possibly flew in, but it was then nobody ever confirmed that he actually landed. Nobody saw anything. Nobody heard anything. So we don't know that. All we know is that the rumors continue to fly in terms of now that it's becoming a uh, written agreement. Uh, and it's in the works, and, uh, and so at some yeah. point when the transfer window opens, we could see a number six yeah. in the form of this gentleman who is a destroyer, uh, absolutely, uh, and that gives us some more depth in the midfield that we were, you know, because Larry, he's played every game this season except for the U.S. Open Cup, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the yeah. guy. He's the my guy, favorite player. He, the guy's well, a monster. Are, yeah, I, I mean, but we can't play him every game for the rest of the season, right? No, we have to have. And we have, eight, we, I mean, granted, we saw AWO can play well yeah. in that defensive midfield yeah. role. He's still not a Larry. And, well, no one's going to be a Larry, but that's what I'm saying. People wanted pieces. So we always, I always actually felt that if AWO performed, he could fit well in that role. But we just didn't know if he'd get enough minutes to do it, if he's matured right. enough to do it. This is a guy that is going to compete with AWO or they're going to compete for that position. I, he's, he's, well, actually, he's going to be the, the, the main backup for $2 million. It's going to be $2 bucks they're saying yeah, for this guy. It's a, it's a, it's Transfer a good chunk fee. of change, but yeah. I mean, look at it, look at it this way. I look like nothing. Nothing is even phasing these guys in front of me. No. For months, everybody was like, we need a number six. Remember that when we lost Carmona? And now yeah. everybody's like, eh. Yeah. Well, because, yeah. I mean, yeah. we still – well. What if Larry well breaks? Right I, well, and, okay, look. And the, I, Larry's not going to last forever. No, and there's a very high possibility that he leaves us at the end of the season uh, to retire. Uh, agreed, agreed. Um, same with Michael Parker. Yeah, Depending on how this season ends, thing. if we end with I mean, a we cup, were talking about that at the end of last season. Shield, was like, is Larry going to stay on as like on the coaching staff? Oh God, I hope so. I think uh, so. No, we were talking about that at the end of last season. Yeah, we didn't think he would come back and play no. this year, but he's back. Yeah, but he's been around. 
Yeah. A while. Yeah, he has. Still He's holding not- it down. I'm, I actually I want him before the end of the season to get a free uh, free kick goal. He's got a foot. He do- Oh my god! And we are not exploiting it no. nearly as much as we should. No. Well, I yeah, want a lot of guys want to take the midfield. set pieces. Yeah. So. yeah. We He's have like, a lot of main guys. Yeah. 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 He's so. had his shot. He, I bet when he really wants it, he tells people, and everybody yeah. goes, okay, Larry, okay, take Larry it. you take it. I would love to see him crack a volley, just like a, you know, 25 out and just scorch. If we, if we think that Tito has a rocket, I mean, wait till Larry can wind up and just go at it. Yeah. Guy's got a – What do you think, man? I mean, if Larry gets injured, who do we – if we don't get this guy, who? I mean, is AWO enough? Uh, uh, is Kratz playing uh, that position enough? He went crazy well, when Kratz played defensive midfield. Like, oh, you can't do that. Look at last week. Or, or but he played in an acne position. US Open, the fifth round. I mean, that's why we're playing AW in the fifth round. Right, right. Yeah. It's to get him that in-game experience and at a higher level so he can fill in if he yeah. needs to because Larry is, is aging. But Larry, is, yeah, he signed a one-year extension. Yeah. So we don't know if he's going to be around next year, right? No, he's not. So we got to have somebody – that's going to be we a better still be on staff position, yeah. and preferably we have somebody that we get a summer transfer market that has plenty of time to integrate. Instead of getting somebody in next off season, you yeah. know, if this guy is a good look, you make the move now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think honestly, we're not going to have him next season, and, and I do on I do think he'll become part of our coaching staff because I mean he's obviously trusted by the coaching staff already, and as far as I know from people I've talked to, he's already st- sort of started saying things to Lady United two players, so. Interesting. He also needs to get a Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> or any sort of social thing. Like it drives uh, Kelly crazy because she only gets her fake rumors from Instagram. So No. <laughs> I know people, Jay. <laughs> oh. the, mo- the most famous one was uh, Greg Garza is not traveling to Orlando because okay, sh- like, he posted a video with his son. Do you know people or do you know people? <laughs> that worked out real well Yeah, when he popped up on the K. lineup. Okay. Next uh, up is Martinez. There was another rumor that Club America is interested in uh, Joseph Martinez, uh, huge, huge club in Mexico, uh, but uh, it's does, you know it's a silly season, right? A silly he's no, season. He's no Chicharito. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. He knows where his bread Nowhere is buttered. Ever. Yeah, he is uh, a Golden Boot leader. Yeah, yeah. He is he wants that tied yeah. for the most hat tricks in the MLS in his first. And a half season. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. you. Go it took Landon Donovan like 150 or 300 games to get yeah. to, to even to, where to he less is right now. to less uh, uh, hat yeah. tricks than Joseph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows where that bread is buttered. He is yeah. royalty here. Yeah, he's not going to go mix it up in Mexico in, yeah. in Lolly. Um, he's comfortable. He the money would have to be absolutely house. insane. Yeah. It would have insane. to be record Which club transfer. America can do. They have they, that kind of money. True. They do. So, but Tata says nobody's going anywhere uh, in the summer transfer window or alludes to that in the last interview he had, uh, which I mean, seems to indicate that maybe Miggy is not also not going anywhere either. So we'll see how that goes. I don't. If the right well, offer we know drops, Joseph's not going. Not yeah, going no, all that means Joseph's to me is nobody's dropped a $25 million dollar offer yet. That's all that means to me. Uh, the money would have to be right. 25? For, <laughs> what are you for looking Miggy, for? For, yeah. for the club yeah, and for, for Miggy, him. For Miggy. He's gonna have to start I mean, scoring, and he's well, he's not gonna. Yeah, <laughs> right now, that's right? Too much. is he gonna go to that's too you know much. Blackburn I over mean, Atlanta? What do you think? Or is he gonna go to Nottingham? Are you, are he's you, gonna go to an Italian. Italian. You think he's going to yeah. Italia? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, uh, Syria would be a good fit for him. Yeah. Yeah. True, but I'd like to see him at Arsenal. I mean, not yeah, it's not gonna happen. Is, <laughs> and here's the thing: I said this hey. in the last podcast. <laughs> Miguel Almiron is so good that he can have uh, an off game for him. Yeah, and still, still and still play better than than the majority of the midfielders in MLS. Yeah, still but, be top of the league. But yeah. but he's still 
struggling with finishing when he gets in front of into the penalty box when he gets in front of goal. Especially right? when it comes to sitters. I mean, is is there any is right now? I mean, he ends up making the assist. Somebody else gets it. Fine, great. He's a midfielder, but yeah. at the same time, I feel like some of these things he'd be putting them away last year. I mean, do you guys feel the same way, or am I just I feel like he's taking more of a, like a backseat role? Like he's he's become a co-pilot. Where last year he that's was wanting Barco? to drive. You think that's because Barco's there now and, and he's uh, uh, popping in? They're switching I, around. And I feel like if anything, he's trying to. I feel like he's been pressing a lot. He's been pressing a lot this season. That's yeah. what I feel. Okay. So I agree. He's been. He's been. I mean, he's like coming he's like a, a second striker. He's had a ton of opportunities. No, I think he's sat back a lot more. I, he's had a ton of opportunities where he's on the break, he's on the counter, and that second touch isn't there or that finishing touch isn't there, in my opinion. I, feel yeah. the same I think way. he's too yeah. much in his like, head right now. With <laughs> last, Is last that another year. rumor? <laughs> no, I said I feel like, Jay. I'm, <laughs> I just want to know. He's so angry sometimes. Is someone talking? I just need to know. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. He's been doing what he's been supposed to be doing this year. But last year, you you saw him making those passes. You saw him making those finishes. And then mm -hmm. after the season, the transfer talk started to come in. And now I feel like he's just trying to prove himself that he's and good I agree. And Kelly, and Kelly, yeah. I think Kelly's that's where Kelly's going. That's that, right? exactly where I was going. He's too much in his head. He's too much thinking about his future and how he, the how how best he can get there. And I think in in the moment you've got to think, okay, if if you're Miggy, you're sitting here thinking the transfer window is about to open. Am I about to leave, or do you have it in your head and you've been told by your franchise that you're staying till the end of the season? I mean, that's that's where you're at right now, because either way, there's going to be people interested in him during the summer transfer window. So you've got to think as 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 the player, are you worried about leaving or are you thinking too much about leaving or what or where you're going to go next to to focus solely on, you know, finishing chances, simple chances or I mean, that that also goes to a player's mentality. They've got to be able to sort of shake everything off and, and play the game. But you've got to think that that's got to. That's weighing in a little bit. You need to work on his off foot as well. <laughs> his right I mean, foot? His right foot? Yeah. yeah. What Please. right foot? There is no. no right foot. Can we buy him one? On the market? We, like we black can buy market? him another yes. left foot. He can just be two. <laughs> he can kidney. be a, a left footed like guy with two left feet. Can he borrow Joseph's when he's on an off day? Yeah, right. <laughs> so listen, uh, we always ask our guests a couple of questions. Uh, one of the things that we ask first is, what is your favorite, and we'll start with, with Cheek, what's your favorite Atlanta United match moment? And it could be in the match or just during a tailgate, whatever. Oh, my God, you're on the spot. Like, Come on, DJ. Of this year? Any, any next, since the inception of Atlanta United. Um, Favorite Atlanta United moment would have to be uh, – the inaugural match at Bobby Dodd with the Yamil. With yeah. the Yamil goal? Yeah. I mean, Yamil's in town, by the way. It, is he really? Yeah, he's in town. Oh. He was hanging out with Joseph oh, last night. Oh, my goodness. Can we Everybody's a collective. Like, <laughs> Can we please <laughs> stop talking about this guy? Look, I'm going no, to no, punch no. him. The I, only I reason it. I, I said it. You, I where it. else do you Look, get it? I get Why it. are you getting mad at me when that's – that's, I'm just saying that's how you know what's going on. Yamil is I wouldn't know this stuff. I don't follow the Instagram stories. I don't. I'm not saying he needs to come back. I'm not saying, oh, I hated to see him go. I did hate to see him Personality-wise, hated to see him go. I never liked Not him. talking about talent field, anything like that. But Yamil's first goal, the jubilation on his face when he hit the back of the net. Yeah. And then the loud, the, the roar oh, yeah. that was heard, you know. Miles. Mile, well, blocks A away. Mile. A mile. Dozens it, of blocks it away. Was, it was heard uh, 
a mile away. Was like, it really? Yeah, yeah, over, okay. Over where I uh, live, yeah, but neighbor said they could hear it from their patio. Without a doubt. Yeah. Number one shining moment. Oh, man. Who's your uh, favorite Atlanta player and why? Uh, Jeff Laurentowitz, a.k.a. Oh. Larry. Larry. <laughs> Genuine guy. Oh, yeah. Has been around. Uh, actually met Larry the first time when he played for Chicago Fire when they played in the USL. Or, I mean, not USL, but the U.S. Open Cup against the Silverbacks. Larry stayed on the field for 45 minutes and talked to Atlanta fans, took the time to take a picture with my son, talked to him about his career, you know, his aspirations in life. Yeah. Was just a genuinely nice man. Yeah. Role model. Like, that's why I want to see him stay in this organization. It, Absolutely. Not only is he a great player, Jeff – Jeff is a very underrated in um, when it when it comes to highlights and he's a soccer brain, dude. Yeah, he is a the way genuine. He sees the game. He is a. Do we have a soccer hall of fame in the U.S.? Yeah, we do. It's in uh, uh, Dallas. Is it really? Yeah. Dallas. We don't talk about it enough. He is a hall of fame player that has been around the league. And is you know some 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 guys in MLS have or in soccer period have character flaws. Right. You don't see any of that with Larry. Uh, thank you for joining us. No. Except that he doesn't have a Twitter or a Facebook. Yeah, that's the or only problem. That's probably why he doesn't get any mess. Catfish. Because he li- he buys, <laughs> as we heard from the Home Before Dark interview at Elder Tree yesterday for his first public appearance By official. Way, check it out. It's great. Is that he still buys CDs yeah. and listens to CDs? Oh my god! I don't even have a CD <laughs> player in my and truck. I was like, it didn't come is, with one. This is exactly what I expected from Larry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm su- I'm surprised he he's not listening to cassettes stuff. But, no, he's just a genuinely nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. And he's really good at soccer. Yeah. What's up, bro? What's up, man? What's happening? What's your favorite Uh, match moment? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, you're like at every tailgate. Come on. Yeah. Do I remember those tailgates? No. <laughs> what's, your, what's your favorite thing at the tailgate, though? I know the answer. Like, this is an obvious answer. Moonshot. With? With who? Tracy. And but uh, who's your favorite person Steven. to take shots with? Oh, you know, Matt. <laughs> we love no, Matt. No, my uh, favorite moment is probably the seven nil game against New England. Oh, oh to touchdown! touchdown. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes. That was a good game. Like, yeah, the that was one of the best Darren like moments it was, too. It was, yeah. It's like everything kept happening, and I kept being like, "Holy shit!" Like I, again, I probably yeah, spent one hundred and fifty dollars on beer that night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which I is amazing. So for, many for concession for fan friendly concession. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. so who's your who's your favorite player? My then? favorite would be probably Martinez. Not okay. because of all the goals he scores, just. How much of a competitor he is! I like his personality. Like the it's, it, it's like us small guys. We got to be feisty. And like, that's that's what I like. Yeah, like you're if, both very feisty. Like he, if he ripped off a shin guard and it flew and hit me in the head, I would feel so blessed. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Exactly. You like some people make like, ooh, why you do that? And be like, oh my god, this is amazing. <laughs> I have a <laughs> little scratch on my forehead, but I'm okay. Yeah, with like that. like the, the so what happy the, right the, now. The clip I seen with him trying to go at the fan and like I don't, I don't blame him. The fan probably said yeah. something. I was I was, I was like I was yeah. on his side. You say man. something. Don't you get do that. Ass. Yeah, yeah. Get your ass. Yeah. Get beat. Yeah. How about just okay, cool. shut your yeah, mouth you during exactly. during, during halftime? This is the podcast you can cuss on. Score prediction, guys. Tomorrow, Ooh. we got a uh, very hot Portland coming in. Um, they have uh, not given up <laughs> a lot of goals. They've had uh, four Street or five busters. shutouts. 
in the last seven or eight they, games. They're getting really hot. Yeah, they they started out really not. Well, they changed their formations. More like a four-three-two-one. Uh, they're very counterattacking. Yeah. Uh, formation. I did that. I don't like to scantron. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen, bro? Uh, I mean, uh, we a total rebound from the from the fifth round. This, do you think this, this, this uh, that the U.S. Open Cup doesn't really count in terms of our home form or just uh, crowd wise? No. Yeah. Uh, absolutely not crowd wise. Yeah. Um, it's just a different game. Uh, yeah. This is a different team. This yeah. is a different fan base. Well, the same fan base, but a different they got mentality. A couple other people coming out. A, yeah. yeah. Different mentality from. From Wednesday night, Wednesday I mean, it's a Wednesday night game to start off with, and then it's a U.S. Open Cup game, which not a lot of people know about. Yeah. Not, n- not yeah. many people yeah. know that that cup's been going for a hundred years, yeah. right? But they know what's been going on the last season and a half, yeah. And they know it's Portland, which is an established team, an established base in MLS. So I, you see a different fan base, you see a different fan energy level, you see a different team, yeah. You see a team that is hungry after getting embarrassed Wednesday night, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be on fire, and it's 4-1. Wow. So we give up We give up another so nasty little is that with shit Tito goal. Start, is, that, is that Tito starting over Tito, Gressel? Tito is in the 11. No. Tito is in the 11. I don't think 11. he starts over Gressel. Okay, interesting. I do. Okay. I do. Uh, I don't. It's always after, a, this is always a debate right now. After Wednesday, no, Tito like, starts. Tito or Gressel? Tito, Tito starts tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Tito okay. starts tomorrow. I don't know if he plays. Uh, he doesn't I, I, play the whole game. I think Tata's is with you on that. Man. He starts tomorrow. So we do a 4-2-3-1. We're going to stay in this. Uh, if Tito starts, I would assume that's what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what you know about? What's your what's your what score prediction? Jello shots. Uh, I still think this team need to play with a little bit more confidence. You'll see it tomorrow. I, You'll I, see I, it. I agree. You'll see old Atlanta United tomorrow, bro. Tomorrow is when they they pull down. Don't their be peer pressured by their positive bullshit, like, man. Go. Exactly. Come to the I'm dark not, side. I'm, Come to the dark side. What nope. is your score prediction? I'm thinking two one. Two one. Portland. No, Atlanta United. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and get our uh, score predictions out of the way, Kelly. Well, he, here's the thing. Portland is a team that invites uh, other teams to press them. So it'll be interesting to whether or not that we counteract that by not pressing. So it's a difference right now between playing a 3-5-2 or playing a, a, a 4-2-3-1. Um, I think that we're getting comfortable with the 4-2-3-1, and I think that's where we want to be right now. I think that Vijaba starts because he's earned that back now from his injury, yep. and he... He can light a fire under people's asses. Imagine Portland's back line with Tito coming at you. Come on, man. Come on. So here's my prediction because I actually believe a bunch in our defense. And as good as Valeri and Blanco are, I think we're doing a 3-0. I think it's a clean sheet. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm usually uh, was for the clean sheets uh, at home. I think that uh, that's changed. It's going to be an open game. I think it's going to be 2-1. I'm with you, bro. 2-1 Atlanta United. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you're 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 Portland your is such a defensive team as well. So. He's good. They sit I don't back. think it's going to yeah. be. They're going to wait for us to come out. They're going to wait for us. Yeah. Uh, if we go up two 0 then uh, it could get out of hand. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, as long it, as they can sit it, back, it, it like could, I could very well see uh, it opening up where it's like a four two or four three. If it gets Either crazy, way, it's going to be an exciting but, game. So, but I just don't. I don't. I just don't. We give up a garbage goal at the end. Yeah, but I don't see Valeri. I feel like we could lock them down in the midfield a little I, bit, but yeah. if, I think they're going to bite us on a counterattack, like an Adi or somebody's uh, going to get a goal. Yeah. We're going to frustrate them, you know, so. real quick. All right, cool. Long sure I didn't make a crazy ass I'll prediction be, this time. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be excited though for me we, to we see. We caught you pre-jello shots to see so. Nagby against Portland. I'm yeah. also super excited about that. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back later. Uh, it's currently... Uh, Una, it's they're, they're starting Una's, back up. Yeah, so Uno it was half-time. fun. Yeah. Second half, Mexico versus... Go South, South Korea. Korea. <laughs> One <gasps> Mexico. Hashtag no. never Mexico. No, no, no. What? Never Mexico. I agree. Hey, uh, I was on the I'm beach on when I train. found out Mexico beat Germany. Kelly is a Mexico like, fan, yeah, love, apparently. Love, am I love the people, love the food, love the atmosphere, but no, never the team. It'll be interesting. I didn't know that Kelly never was actually Korea. a Mexico fan. So I, you know uh, what? Uh, she, she looks like she, can, she and it's, Josh Bagarans can go start a Mexico fan club. Here's together. the thing: it's it's better for North America. <laughs> to be completely honest with you, it's better for North America for Mexico to win. That's that's a bad no. take. No, <laughs> hot take. Skip no. Bayless, get her out of here. <laughs> well, with that, we'll come back. We'll talk to some more guests uh, throughout the day here at ATL Soccer Can Con at Reroz uh, for this World Cup watch party event. You are, and uh, the, that raffle will, is a never-ending raffle behind us. Uh, oh we're joined by Harris Cruz Kitch and Jessica, Jessica Charman. Thank you for joining us. Uh, and uh, you may recognize uh, uh, both of them from Harris from Dirty South Soccer, writer, correspondent, man, jack-of-all-trades, right? Absolutely. And uh, Jessica, you've worked with Atlanta United Fan TV. Um, and, uh, you yeah. work with soccer in the streets. Yes. And That's you're incredible. volunteering with soccer and yes. working, yeah, full-time, right? <laughs> yes, so sir. how was your full commute, uh, the first commute in traffic? It was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was horrible. Oh, and, man. Uh, never again. Well, for the rest of my life, every day again. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get used to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because yep. I, I always have to drive down into Atlanta mm -hmm. from the north, and it's not been terrible, but my commute's about to change. I'm, not, I'm now going to have to drive south, like, from south yeah, to... Yeah, I'm driving up yeah, from Union City. Oh, that's so, great to know. Yeah. So, like, I should ask you later how bad that is, because yes. now I'm going to have to deal with it. Because <laughs> we literally work in the same building. We're going to be work buddies, we are. basically. Yeah. Lunch, lunchtime buddies. Yeah. You just let me know. We'll go to lunch together. Perfect. Yeah. Very cool. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys joining... Uh, because we have been talking a little bit about tomorrow, which is the Portland match. Um, for our listeners, they're listening to this um, most likely on Sunday morning, uh, we hope. <laughs> and uh, there are a few things that I think people uh, have been talking about that I've seen on social media in terms of uh, now that we've seen the 4-2-3-1 come out a couple times, so formations. Uh, and so, uh, and also, just we like to talk uh, to our guests about scoreline predictions yeah. and, and what you think is going to happen. So, what, the first thing I want to open up with, real quick, is because Harris, you have yep. started this season doing the scoreline, uh, not scoreline, the formation soccer. predictions. Mm -hmm. yeah. Let me correct myself: the formation predictions. And you've been pretty, pretty 
the Pretty formation dead on. and the it's, lineup. Yeah. It's been going really well recently. Yeah. Uh, just lucky. Yeah. 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 yeah that's no what talent. No yeah. talent. He throws like these raffle tickets. He just throws them in, just them in and draws them out. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that I haven't drawn Hildebrand yet. That's, uh, um, only player. Well, I mean, Kelly didn't even know who Hildebrand was when it was in the line. Uh, no. I'll, Correction. <laughs> there was a, there, they did the their Instagram like of On the, the players pa- passing the spike, and there was a guy passing, and I was like, I have no idea yeah. who this guy is. I had to ask Twitter, and people were like, Kelly, it's obviously Hildebrand. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> How are you supposed like, to know? I'm supposed to know what his face looks like. I was in the supporter section when when they were showing them signing the spike, and everybody was like, Who? Who's they all guy? look the same. Okay, yeah. they all look the same. Who is, is that, that? A trainer guy? in a suit? I, I was arguing with Kevin from Home Before Dark because he thought it was uh, Vijalba, and I was like, There's what? no way no. it's Vijalba. Uh, that's that, that's even like, more egregious Kevin of an error. Than yours, okay? it, was, it was either Vijalba or Escobar, and I'm like, that's Look, the shocking. bone structure is completely different. Like, that is not the same person. Yeah. Okay. Maybe he just needs to stay in Elder Tree uh, and watch the games from there because <laughs> <laughs> obviously he doesn't know what he's talking about. I mean, about, he went Kevin. to Elder Tree and Jeff, Jeff learned what's his That's true. Right? They did. A, if you haven't checked it out, check out Home Before Dark, their YouTube channel. They have a recording where they had a great interview with Jeff Lorenowitz. He came out of hiding because you just never see this guy publicly. Yeah. <laughs> he I mean, he just out does, of his little hole. He just, he, he just seems like, with, like, I remember when Sam Jones got his tattoo, like, the way they made it sound, like, the team was like, no, he doesn't want anything to do with you. Like, like, but, <laughs> but when he came out to the interview, I mean, he's totally amicable. He's a totally nice guy. Well, the, the sense that we've gotten from Jeff just through trainings and stuff is that he's just very conservative when it comes to, you know, he's not obviously not flashy Just a private yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So I'm sure he's in his... Cabin he doesn't look like a soccer player, does he? You could walk past him yeah. in like Walmart yeah. and yeah. just think he was like his Twitter. Like, is sir, like, do you know where writes... to find the lawn chairs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He could literally work at Walmart. Yeah. His, his Twitter is him just like writing inspirational quotes, uh, quotes and then like putting them to a corkboard. Like that's his Twitter. <laughs> if he would have one, yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's such a dad. He. One time we asked him, and he was like, are you on social media? And he was like, I won't be until my kids are. So. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, I have to go buy a CD now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which is legitimately what he said. He's like, I go to a record store and buy CDs uh, and listen to them in my compact disc player. And I was like, wow. that, that is the, such I a Jeff Lorenzo thing to say. I with like a CD Walkman. Like I would love to see somebody take a photo with him, like holding a CD walkman, you guys like putting it. Like this is outdating me. What you're talking about? I'm sure right he now. has an iPod <laughs> by now. <Come> <laughs> Jessica, stop it! Oh my god! Well, well, my well, face just dropped. We could we can go offline about that later. Talk about the history of compact discs. <laughs> um, so Harris, wh- what are your thoughts? Because by the time people listen to this, uh, your uh, story will have come out or will be coming out before the game. So go and check that out in Dirty South Soccer. But we're getting we're getting it live right here. We're we're going to get some takes on the formation. What do you think? I said they go 3-5-2. Mm-hmm. And I, you, we talked about you know picking things out of a hat. That's, well, that's what I did. Because <laughs> I, I, honest to God, I don't know at this point whether Tata prefers a 3-5-2 or 4-3-3. I think in terms of a matchup with Portland, they're a team that likes to control the midfield. And naturally, when you control the midfield, you leave more space on the wings, right? So in a 4-3-3, having Tito and having, um, I, I'm guessing it would be Barco on the left if you're going to go 4-3-3. It's really nice to have those speedy guys on the wings taking advantage of what Portland's giving you. Now, Portland's really strong in the in the back line. They're very, very physical defenders, and that's also a, a downgrade. So Portland doesn't have a lot of weaknesses. I went 3-5-2 because I just think Tata prefers that. There, there's no, no thinking behind it. I think Tito's been in really good form. If they go out in 4-3-3, I think that's really good as well. Um, I'm going 3-5-2 just because with it, with it's a hunch. Start. Yeah, with Gressel okay. starting and Tito coming off the bench. Okay. Okay. What do you? No think? reasoning behind that. What do you no, think, no Jessica? 
Put, put it up against Harris. I dare you. Like, <laughs> no, I, we, can, I, we can bet something. <laughs> but what if I think the same? That's yeah, fine. That's right. I'm going to yeah. go with the 352 because, like you say, I think it's something that he's very used to using and the players are kind of used to it. And I don't think you should keep swapping formations all the time. I think that leads to inconsistency sometimes because, you know, you practice in that formation and you shouldn't be switching too often. But I know also that you should base it on the opposition. But mm. with you saying Portland liking to dominate in midfield, I think overloading the midfield a bit and having that five there could be helpful. I think if we were playing too offensive with a 4-3-3, it might actually be counteractive because we allow them to dominate in the midfield. So well, having Port the extra bodies there. Portland, Portland loves counterattacking. Yeah, too. Portland loves counterattacking. And they're a, a team that likes to invite teams mm -hmm. to press them. So, I mean, in, in general, what we should be doing in our is, favor, like, is we're pulling not very them good out of their back. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean the 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 times that well, I mean that was such a surprise when we played Kansas City. Is they, I mean they they were pressing us. We were like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like they, they figured it which, out. Which like, is something know. that Portland could come come in and do. They could change up the way that they normally play and and shock us sort of. I mean, ever since they made a formation switch, um, because they were winless in their first five matches of right. the season, right. and then um, I can never—I just call him Geo because I can never pronounce the coach's Seven last AC. name. Ooh. Well done, well Thank done. You. Look at you. Um, it took you ten tries to get Harris's last name right, and you just rattle <laughs> can, that off. I can, I can Harris, if you become a coach, she'll, she'll know your, get yeah, your name right. right. That's all it takes. <laughs> That's all it takes for Kelly to remember. Work on that name. certification, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, but yeah, ever since Gio made that change, uh, they've played tremendously well. It's been at the cost of David Guzman, who we've seen for Costa Rica during the World Cup. Uh, he's been knocked out of the starting lineup essentially when he's been available. Um, but he's chosen to go with guys like Andy Polo, who's also out for Peru. So we'll see. Not having that midfield depth for them makes it right. tougher for Portland. But uh, I don't know. I, th I think I think it's going to be a tough game. I called 2-1 Portland. Oh. oh, I don't like that. Yeah, yeah. well, wow. I know. I know. I, I, I could see that happening, though. I mean, I mean, I could see it also. I just don't like it. I, yeah, that's <laughs> I the first time. Positive. Come on. We that's the first time mindset. all season that I've said Atlanta's going to lose. Okay. Even okay, against NYC. Is, uh, it actually works in our favor because we've we've lost matches that you've said that we were going to win. Correct. So technically, Correct. reverse psychology. Yes. Psychology this. We this, see uh, it. This is so the dread god pattern. I see what you did. Yeah. You actually ended up helping us <laughs> in the long run. I appreciate it. I'm just going to say that we're going to lose every game from now on. And Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's going to hate me eventually, right? Yeah, they'll just it'll tune it out at, at some point, right? <laughs> like, oh, that guy again? Ugh. Always with the negative. Negative man. They're going to stop reading your articles <laughs> because they're so like depressed when they finish. I, I like how you just dished out a scoreline, though. Uh, Jessica, do you have a scoreline in mind? I'm going to be a little bit more positive, but I still think Portland are a huge threat, so I'd go with a 2-2. Mm -hmm. I think that we have a lot oh, going tie, forward. Okay. We have a lot going forward, but I do think we always look shaky at the back, particularly if we play a 3-5-3. Five, five, thir uh, two. Two. two, I can't count. <laughs> um I think that when we play 3-5-2, we're always caught off guard, particularly when Parkhurst is the back. I love the guy, but he's not blessed with pace, which means that if he's in a foot race 1v1, you know, it's up to Goose back there, and he can only save so much as we've seen before. So I'm going to go with a 2-2. I think it could go either way. I just thought, uh, and, and our listeners will have to listen to me say this again, but I was 2-1 Atlanta, mm -hmm. and I just think that Portland away uh, under the lights of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, that Valerian Blanco aren't going to connect quite right that maybe they'll have a, a number of missed opportunities maybe we'll see something hit the woodwork some i think it's gonna be a, i think there's gonna be a lot there's of fireworks a, there's a red game. card and <laughs> <I just laughs> oh, please no VAR. <laughs> yeah i uh i just sort of uh, sh shot it to the moon uh, i said three zero with atlanta <laughs> a clean sheet against portland okay. against portland that would be pretty tremendous I, yeah i 
I support our backline. I know that they know how to appropriately uh, handle certain players like Blanco and like Valeri. And um, as long as we keep Valeri from um, free kicks near the box and uh, crosses and, and, and set pieces, I think... I think we can hold it out. I really do. I actually think like the goal is gonna that their goal is either gonna come from a, from a penalty or a set piece or something yeah, like something that. Something crazy and an yeah. LGP yellow card. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, yeah. my, that's my definite prediction that he will get a yellow card in some sort of form. Uh, yeah, I think Joseph will have a night though. I think he, he'll have a good night. He played ninety minutes at the Open Cup, so it's interesting to see like LGP. It, yeah. Yeah. I, I always feel bad yellow. for LGP because he he genuinely. I mean, obviously this is gonna sound dumb, but. You know, obviously nobody wants to get a yellow card, but he's trying really hard to not get not yellow get cards. Apart from apart from at the Open Cup, I think he tried quite hard to get that yellow card. Well, I think I'm not going to defend th- him for that one. Yeah. I think uh, was that where he's complaining. That was his descent, yeah. descent. grabbing the ball while we're yeah. while we're losing. There was a lot of frustration going on. Yeah, a lot of frustration yeah. came out, uh, and he was our captain, right? Bless yeah. his nope. heart. Yeah. Bless him. <laughs> Love him. Leading by example, guys. Leading by example. <laughs> He's definitely not the Parky style of, of leadership. He's a little there. different. I feel like I feel like eventually he will be. I don't want him to be the Parkhurst leader, though. He's a different character. Yeah. No, well, I mean, once fire. Yeah. once Parkhurst and Lorena Wicks are gone. I think he's your guy for no, captain. no, no. That's yeah. fine. Oh, I just sure. think he leads differently, right? right? Oh, for he sure. Leads to his for passion. Sure. He's not going to be a Parker's. And his constant—he's just switched on constantly. Yeah. You know that sort of thing. He's so. I've seen him. In he's <laughs> the guy that you want to like when you're down. You want him yelling at you, being like, "Get your shit together." And oh, then, yeah. And I'm, then we talked about this last time. And then at at the end, uh, he'll make you a grilled cheese sandwich in, yeah. in the locker room and cuddle room. with you. Yeah. <laughs> Cheer you on at your uh, baseball yeah. game. Right. Yeah. He'll show up to your to your concert. No, I remember the first U.S. Open Cup match this season. That was at Kennesaw State. Uh, it was just warm-ups, and he and Carlton were having a very Spirited. expressive uh, <laughs> conversation before the match even began, and Leandro was just telling him something. I don't know what he was saying, but I was like, man, you are you are really getting on to Andrew Carlton about something at the moment, which I kind of liked, you know, because you don't really yeah, necessarily Yeah, he was saying, why won't you try three cheeses in your grilled cheese? <laughs> you are missing out. What's wrong with you? Very I know your mom, Michelle, cheese. she has not raised you to not try new things. <laughs> So, <laughs> and by the way, did I, t- and American. did I tell you? I don't think I told. I don't know if I told anybody. Uh, I told. I think at, at the game I did, but I was. Uh, I, I was in my club uh, seats uh, this past game, so I was in the club section, and I was just hanging out. Way more time than usual uh, because I didn't go to the tailgate because I came straight from from my house, and I was just hanging out there. And um, this woman walks up to me and just goes, "Are you Jay Riddle?" And I was like. <laughs> Name oh boy. Dropping. I was like, uh-oh. Yeah. And, then, and, uh, and she's like, I follow you on Twitter. I was like, oh. She's like, I'm Michelle Carlton. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, shouldn't like I be introducing myself <laughs> to you? <laughs> it was very bizarre. And I even lo- I, the first thing I said to her is like, after all the terrible things I say on Twitter, you still follow me? She's like, oh, it's Twitter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's fair. That's the, that's the kind of... Uh, I love it. Yeah. That's how you should go about Twitter, right? It's yeah, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it's not real life. <laughs> Very cool. So we have questions that we ask uh, our guests. Yeah, we do. Uh, so, Kelly, did you want us to uh, kick of it off maybe with Jessica? Yes, Jessica. So the, one of the things we ask every person that joins us on the podcast are, it's, um, what is your favorite Atlanta United moment from this season or the past season? What what stands out to you as a moment that's, like, really just ingrained Could in be in memory? a match. Can I be what super a, cliche? Yeah. yeah okay, sure. so it has to be the first ever game because coming from England, growing up, seeing soccer games 
every single week, you know? I had season tickets for Reading. You poor kid. Yeah. I know, I'm writing. I don't know how you did it. Horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was miserable being a season ticket holder. You know? but, I mean, I was a season ticket holder for Reading. It wasn't like it was a big club. But you did know, you know I Michelle Carlton? That's the thing. No, I mean. I'm sorry. She doesn't know who I am. I'm going to follow her. We and my yeah. life goal yeah, should, is that yeah. she recognizes yeah. me next time. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll pass on a good word. But so I think for me, when I moved here five years ago, the biggest gap was that there wasn't a team. You know, I'd been to a few Silverbacks games, that kind of thing. But there wasn't that sort of thing to look forward to every weekend. That was what I looked forward to. Going to soccer games with my dad was like a thing. And we didn't right. have that here. So to have that come to the city was the one thing I was missing from home. So like that kind of completed my idea that, you know what? I could live here because that this was the one. This is home now for Yeah, you. it became amazing. home because suddenly I had that thing that was missing from like my place. So cliche, but it's true. I love know? it. I love it. It completed yeah. me in it. America. Yeah. Harris, what about you? What is your favorite moment? Well, I was that was the first one that came off the top stole of my head. Stole it. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the privilege of going first, I mean, first, you can right? have the same one. I, stole, I, mean, I stole your formation. We can share, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I just always go back, whenever I think back on that first match, I think of the very moment when they the lineup started coming out onto the field and everybody's reaction. Goosebumps. And yeah, it was like, this is happening right now. You know, this is professional soccer in Atlanta United. And before, we'd always have to wait for international matches to be held at the Georgia Dome. I, I saw Mexico play like four times just because I, I didn't really care about watching Mexico play. I drove to North Carolina, like at yeah. the Panthers Stadium to see something. I can't remember yeah. Well, when you're was. starved of your drug, you'll do yeah, anything. Exactly. Yeah. I'm an addict. I am an addict. I watched... Mexico Trinidad play. Yeah, it was that's a, a tasty cup. fixture. You're like, can I just see someone kick the ball into a yeah. net? Before Mexico uh, Trinidad, it was Panama Cuba, Ooh, and uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I know, right? Harris, Cubans. Harris was <laughs> Harris was like creeping on indoor soccer matches, like yeah. way out in the suburbs, <laughs> just like to get his fix. <laughs> or the Silverbacks. Yo, man, I mean, uh, yeah, pretty much. Do you know when they're playing tonight in the gymnasium? <laughs> That just makes him sound creepy. I hope it's not youth soccer. Adults only. I was going to say, I, re- <laughs> I was going to say, I really need my U12 fix right now. Yeah. I oh just God. met Jessica for the first time today, and you immediately become my best friend. I love <laughs> Besties forever. Oh um, my God. But I also really appreciated the last season's Houston Dynamo match, the one that had the yes. two hour rain delay. Yeah. And Known as, as the tunnel the flood. The tunnel flood. The, the, tunnel flood. the great tunnel flood. Yeah. I, I think just that just added to the atmosphere yeah. because yeah, everybody was mm-hmm. excited to get sure. it going, and they all went out there. And uh, it was just a really fun match, too. We got to see Andrew Carlton come out for the first right? time. Right? That was his was debut. That, that was the big deal because the, I remember even by that point, the stadium knew who, who the frosted was. orange was. Yeah. I was like, what? Andrew Carlton, How is that even possible? We we just like we've we just started the season and people knew who this kid was. It was amazing. You know, the fact that and that was what was telling to me is that was different, is it wasn't just like the supporter section going, Oh, right. call one of our own. Like the whole stadium's like, Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they know who knew. our youth players are. They knew. Yeah. Phenomenal. We have real yeah. fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. There's people They're that vested. actually understand squad depth because yeah. we're not plastic. I no. hate to say it, but there's a lot of People Premier League fans are only yeah, yeah, of course. How many times have we been called plastic? You know, it's such a lazy Twitter. terminology. I never got that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I feel like you can call any new club. You can call their fans plastic. I right? mean, because on the but I think it's what, what what. But the point is that when our fans jumped in on 
the bandwagon they jumped all in like I, mm-hmm. I I have never seen for and I've grew up in Atlanta so like I know the the curse of Atlanta sports like I have never seen a team pull in so many people from so many different communities and it feels so right it's so in all the right way yeah I, I, you can call it plastic, plastic all you want but unless you're here unless you see the community unless you see the family then you have no right to call us that yeah, sit on your couch and do whatever you want. That's yeah. fine on Twitter. You know, you can yeah. call it with whatever you want. Twitter. Twitter doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not real life. Michelle Carlton said so, so it's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the next question is, uh, Harris, uh, who's your favorite Atlanta United player and why? Deep breath. Yes. Sigh. I'm glad you went. Mine used to, on the table. I had I a period where mine was changing beard. weekly. <laughs> I mean. This is a beard twirling thought. No, see, well, it's one of those things where. I feel like I have I have more access to the players than most people do, right? Because Ooh. of all the training stuff. No, well, he not, really I'm does. Not trying to Jessica, like it's your turn to name drop next. Don't uh, worry. Yeah. I'm not trying to name <laughs> drop. I'm just saying naturally I get to hear these guys talk on like a daily basis yes. almost, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I'm trying to think of a funny – you know what? I mean, this is obviously a cliche one. I like Joseph because of how funny he is. And I don't think a lot of people lot of see people that side that, of him. Yeah. They see the frustrated. I'm trying to score a goal on the. Well, regular Kelly's basis. always sending me pictures from his Instagram store because I don't. Do, I'm not oh, good at following. He's so adorable. And yeah. he's always smiling and or, and or with or on when other he's people's with his niece. playing with yeah. his puppy. Yeah, yeah, you know. yeah. or a with softie. a sod. He's yeah. basically <laughs> right? like a second dad, I think, yeah. is to his niece yeah. than anything. And you see so many photos of that. Yeah, I think with. Not necessarily f- with fans because we saw that. I don't know if you guys saw the Facebook live chat that he had with uh, LGP a couple yes. weeks ago. Hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, he, you could see he was very, you know, he was in a good mood. So so. He was was he just off that day or just? No no no. He's always like that when he's not trying. He doesn't have this when he's on camera. Yeah, when he's on guard like, and yeah. he, you know, when he's on camera and he has to always. Straight Game face. face. Right, yeah. right 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 right. I don't know. I feel like he has a certain perception to him that he feels yeah. like he has to. Live it's up like to. a shadow. Yeah, right? when the lights are on and when the lights are off, it's right. different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but when he's when he's in his you know comfort zone and he's just talking to people, I mean, just joking around and just yeah. uh, you could see it on the chat. Uh, I just thought it was one of my great favorite things from this season with like Joseph, uh, especially like his relationship with Miggy, was oh. the training footage that was released where Miggy like caught the ball and started doing the the freestyle dribbles on the ground, and Joseph and came up and just smacked the ball, punts away. it away because yeah. he's like. Forget this. <laughs> Stop playing. <laughs> he does. He does little things like that all the time. Um, this is hilarious. Yeah. One time he, Barco, Miggy, and Tito were jogging in front of him, and he just goes around and very gently sideswipes all three of them. <laughs> as they're jogging. That is impressive. <laughs> three and one. I like great. it. I like it. Yeah, but he's just—he's just a—he's just a, a calm dude outside of all the you know glitz and glamour yeah. and the rock star mentality that he has. That's yeah. what you want in a player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. It means he can unplug. He can turn it off, uh, you know, when he needs to, and uh, save all that mental energy for the goal scoring. You yeah. Know? All right. Yeah. When he's not chasing his puppy around, who apparently pees a lot. Oh yeah, the new one. Yeah, the new yeah. puppy. Yeah. Gotta get that under control, Joseph. It'll happen. <laughs> um, been there, uh, Jessica. I gave him a hard time earlier on, but it's got to be LGP. I really? just think, I think he's a complete workhorse, and he's an unsung hero, and people can be pretty hard on him. I know he had a, a rough start early on, but I just think he's consistent, and he's there. He'll put in a last-ditch tackle. He puts his body on his line. I think he needs to calm down a little bit, and there's some areas of his game he needs to work on in terms of like composure, but I really think he's got heart, and I like that. And as a goalkeeper, he's like the defender I wish I had. No yeah. offense to my college teammates, but <laughs> he is the guy that is just 
there and he'll make that recovery run he'll make that last stitch run he'll put in that tackle he'll take the risk he has balls yeah, yeah. i yeah. don't know that's a bit creepy no, 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 but, no, I, no. I agree with you he, that, <laughs> my favorite aspect of lgp's game is how free-spirited he is when it comes to he'll joining the attack yeah. i don't see that from I center just, backs to yeah. me i describe it as controlled chaos it's just absolutely yeah. and you the thing is you get it regularly like, we get, get nervous it. but he's not nervous like he's going in for a tackle he knows exactly what he, i'm like oh he's gonna break a leg and it, it's fine he gets the ball and everything's fine. And I'm like, oh, okay. You see him going in I don't know why I don't trust him at this point. Immediately your heart's like, oh, shit, not a red, red card. Red, and then red. it's like the most perfectly timed tackle. And you're like, oh, my God, I fucking love you. Yeah. You I get know. that signature LGP run every single match. Oh, he's yeah. just bombing up field for no just reason. Winding. The serpentine yes. run. Right. <laughs> I love it. Well, hey, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us again. We really appreciate it um, here at ATL Soccer Con at RERA. Uh, where hey, can we uh, Yeah, where can they find, find you? you? Yeah, like. Let us follow you and stuff. You can find me at HKRUSKIC on Twitter. Nice That's spelling. At HKRUSKIC. I've gotten used to it from the Facebook chats yeah. that we have to do. So, yeah. Oh, and then also probably on Dirty Self. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, that <laughs> site that I write for that I'm an editor of. Yeah. Don't uh, worry. Rob Bustery doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. follow Dirty South Soccer at Dirty South Socks, Sox spelled S O C. And um, yeah, we have a Facebook page and Twitter and all that. And so, your yeah. lineup predictions coming out tomorrow? Correct. Tomorrow okay. at 9 05. Yes. Perfect. And follow their, whenever you follow Twitter, jump on when they say they're going to uh, do an ATL soccer chat. That's uh, Harris That's and, Harris. Uh, as I call him, Zoingo. You'll also see Jay on there. You'll see Jay on there. I like for to jump sure. in and help. I, I like it. It's fine. That's what it's all about. Uh, that's why I do. I, I help where I'm not needed. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, so where do they find you? Uh, Twitter is at JessicaATLUTD. And then, like you mentioned earlier, I'm now full time with Soccer on the Streets. So at Soccer Streets, come join us, fundraise, volunteer, whatever you want to do. We're amazing. I love it. And real quick, World Cup final pick winner. I'm going to stick with my guns, even though it didn't look great the first match. Uh, I had Germany and Brazil in the final, and I'm going to go with Germany. Okay. I think they're going to rebound. I think Belgium's going to win, which Belgium. breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Scoring a lot of goals. I think Thursday's going to be a scary one. And if you're about, join me at RERA, Soccer in the Streets. Watch party. RERA. Yes. Woo! Yes. Okay. And follow Soccer in the Streets at Soccer Streets on Twitter as well. Great organization. You know we're all about it. Thank you Thanks, so guys. much, guys. Of Thank course. You guys. Thank you. All right.
I tried to blow out the mic as much as possible because Jay just told me not to. So we are unrelegated, and we're sitting here with two wonderful people. No. Wonderful people. Wonderful people. No. Jason Longshore and Doug Fuller. Hello. Welcome. John Nelson, thank you. John Nelson, Jesus Christ. (laughs) We're off to a great start. Hey. She you know, wanted to know, open it up. I don't know why you I know, thought your last name was Fuller. My parents. Because my, what you, know, you wish for. My grandfather. <laughs> the, the second name that you gave me, my grandfather, I swear until I was the age of seven, I thought that's what my name actually was. Was John, John, John no, Fuller. No. The, Jason Fuller. No. Jesus Christ. That one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my grandfather, I swear because of what my grandfather <laughs> said until not, I was seven, yeah. I swear that's what I thought my name was. Yeah. I will never, ever do that again. Until um, the next time I'm on I the am, show. I am the worst person with names. And well, I don't know why I decided to do that. Well, Kiki, it's good to be on the show. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. So glad. Please don't really call me Kiki for the rest of the, the rest. I'm for it. <laughs> it's only what I deserve. That might stick. <laughs> so how, how did you guys enjoy the, the Mexico game? It was good. Mexico might be the most impressive team in the tournament right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if they're going to win the thing, but... Mexico's looking really good. They look the most consistent, don't they? Croatia and Mexico. Croatia. Ooh. Oh, Croatia. Oh. Luka Modric. My, they were my pick to, to make it to the quarterfinals, I thought, at least. Um, I just got a feeling we're going to see somebody different in the final. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about both teams in the final being different, but I think there's going to be a surprise. A Croatia, Mexico, a Switzerland maybe. Yeah. I mean, Personally? I think if, if Peru was in a different group, they might have made it. Oh, yeah. Peruvians. See, see oh. Peru. Now, the question is, what's the best team that's not going to make the easily Peru. 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 Morocco's Peru. in the conversation, but Peru No, Peru's, easily. yeah. That's yeah. that's my pick, yeah. I, I think that's the case. Coming into the tournament, I just wanted Team Chaos to win. That's what I was that's what I, I remember. I remember for. hearing that on Soccer Down Here, Peru. and I remember yeah. they were like, no, you've got to pick somebody. No, I want Team Chaos. <laughs> there, I picked somebody. Well, I mean, mm. I'm just impressed with the U19 squad. That Nigeria has <laughs> <It was> just <laughs> raked Iceland. I mean, what a game! Um, right? Iceland has been found out. Yeah, finally. Yeah, yes. The whole Iceland thing, I think, yeah. is over now. As I said, the 2016 fairy tale team met the 2018 fairy tale team. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Time to move on, Iceland. Hey, I'm always going to be partial to a team that wants to attack, and yeah. Iceland knows that they can't. So I get it, but I get bored. Yeah. Right. I would much rather watch Peru or Morocco like try to attack, even though hey, maybe they're a lesser team than some other teams. But like we're going to go down Smith our own running way. Running the four corners back in the old days of North Carolina. I just get bored. Yeah. I, I want a team that wants to try to play the game in a fun way. Yeah, I agree. I mean, my heart's already been broken by Morocco and Egypt this World Cup. Like it legitimately yeah, that was broken. brutal. I, I'm worried about Colombia. That's another one that, yeah, that I, another I like one. a lot. They're fun to watch. I just don't know. They're cons- they're just not that consistent to me. Especially when they're playing outside of South America. I just I don't know. It's um, always been the story. Yeah. You know, South American teams in Europe don't do well. Yeah. It's always been the thing. Brazil in 1958 is the only one to win outside of their continent yeah. from South America to Europe. Germany did it the other way last time, and that was the first time that had happened. It's difficult. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm just waiting for when uh, Belgium gets their defense gets found out and they can't score, outscore the, their opponent. We're turning it into Nintendo I mean. points. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust their, them. That's their thing. No. They, they could turn it on and they could against an opponent. Well, it's Roberto Martinez. But they still let two goals in, right, from Tunisia? Mm. They did. I mean, come on. Mm. Come yeah. on. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was five. I mean, you know, right, kind of let I mean, up naturally. You can, out, you can outscore Tunisia, but can you outscore another opponent? Can you grind out a result? Yeah. Right. When, when that's the, true. When folks are going to be coming closer to your level of competition. Nope. I don't think they can. That's the thing. It's like, they can't, can't. Can they unlock strong defenses, right? That's the thing. Or the, can I they take out? I think they can do that. Yeah. 
I just don't think they can defend a close match. Yeah. And, and Roberto Martinez will find a way to screw it up. Wow. <laughs> and they're going to start taking out Lukaku like they take out Neymar yeah. and Messi. And, like, he's going oh, – yeah. I, I feel bad for him because he's going to be hounded. 38 fouls on Romelu Lukaku in the next match. In the, yeah. in the, in the knockout It's going to be insane. Yeah. Well, I mean, when things get out of the group stage, I feel like we might see more cards. I just feel like they, they were so the refs were so conservative at some point. Although I had nothing wrong with the last Brazil game. I didn't feel that that referee did, no. did bad at all. No. Uh, it, it I felt bad. people were just having the emotion carry in from the prior game yeah. and yeah. felt like he should start accruing the fouls from the previous game yeah. into that one. Right. And I'm like, it's a separate game, guys. Like I, have these hit, I have these fouls in my hip pocket yeah. that are carryovers. And yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, he had 10 from that first one, which is just ridiculous yeah. for one player to get fouled Neymar's 10 like, times. do I get three or four that roll over or anything? Yeah. <laughs> no. Bro. It's when like you hit a certain number, everything rolls over. He tried to cash in on yeah. the flop in the box. He yeah. really tried to cash oh, in everything yeah. there. It, it was very work. Wiley Coyote with arms yeah. waving. And, yeah. He's got to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> he saw he saw Ronaldo do it, and he's like, hey. Yeah, but Ronaldo's uh, you know, a uh, refined actor. Yes. <laughs> so and Pepe. He's, he's gone to the best schools. Pepe's at a whole other level. Um, uh, we wanted to talk a little bit about Portland, uh, hoping our listeners Who? grab the pod. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Sound like someone I know on who? Twitter. What? Every time, every time uh, Atlanta United says we're playing a team, they go, "Who?" I'm who? like, "We know who that is." <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've got uh, Savarisi, a new coach, right? Oh yeah, great coach. Uh, and great yeah, well, uh, that's obvious. Uh, he seemed to find out very quickly where, to me, a lot of new coaches would take maybe half the season to figure out their team and get the formation right. And he locked in that Christmas tree, and he's like, here we go, boys. Uh, Gio's, Gio's a smart guy. Yeah. The, the thing about Gio, I watched him with the Newark Cosmos for a number of years playing the Silverbacks, and I was always impressed with how well his team was prepared for a match. He's not a guy who's married to like a 4-3-3 or a 3 5 He's flexible in formation, and he'll figure out the is system he, that works. Yeah, yeah 100%. The, 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 yeah, he the, is the, soccer Gumby. This, yes. this formation seems like he's staying pretty consistent. No, actually, they haven't. He played a 4-4-1-1 against NYC, and okay. it worked really well. Okay. He will mix it around. The thing about it is he will match the formation to what he has and then to the opponent. So it's to the pieces he has in the table. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the Cosmos played more of a 4-4-2. He plays this 4-3-2-1, and it perfectly suits what he has around that team because you can. what it does is it allows Valeri and Blanco and Adi to stay up high, not worry about defense. Valeri and Blanco are both in their 30s, so now they just sit up high. You have three up high. So Atlanta has to be really careful about how many people they keep back because you're going to have a lot of three-on-threes. So if he is he gonna play the four two three one? You know, is that something that he's gonna stick to? I think to? he's gonna do four three two one. Yeah, I think that's what he's gonna do because it allows a four, you three, to counter. Two, one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Diego Chara with with two guys on right. either side. Trace. Maybe Flores, uh, maybe Paredes, depending on who's ready for this one. Because he'll mix and match the guys around Chara, but Chara is the key. Has yeah. he been playing a lot of his starters in the uh, U.S. Open Cup? It was a mixed bag okay. last time. So similar but, to what a lot of the other. But teams they didn't play Wednesday. They played last Friday. Right. So they had a much longer so break. So they had a break. Yeah. yeah. So they're ten unbeaten across all competitions. That's right. Uh, uh, their keeper that they is now uh, forget, just forgot his name. Um, Jeff. Jeff Atanella. Uh, Atanella. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. He's uh, played now. A lot of Scrabble points, He's played like yes. eight games, but he's had like four or five shutouts. I think five yeah. clean sheets in all competitions. Which is crazy. Yeah. Crazy good. So, I mean. Uh, I can understand why Harris earlier had a prediction that uh, Portland may take it 2-1. Yeah, that's um, what he said. I don't uh, even know if it's going to get that high. I said 1-1. Yeah. I really? Mean, I was, the tie. You think they're, they're just because of their defense and how far they sit back, or they're going to they're going to wait for the counter, they're just going to lock? 
everything they down. They sit back, they counter, and when you can counter with Valeri, Blanco, and Adi, or even Armenteros, Armenteros who gives yeah. you something different. But I, it should be Adi for me because what you, you have two ways to play that way. They play really vertical, so they can do it in a couple different ways. They can go direct over the top to Adi, let him you know hold the ball up for Valeri, for Blanco, which is what he's been doing a lot of because he hasn't mm-hmm. been the guy. They you know he hasn't been the one putting the ball in the back of the net. It's typically yeah. been Valeri, although a lot of set pieces right. or penalties or things like that. They, it's a lot of combination that, play because the, yeah. they create that chaos and the counterattack where people are, have defenders have to take them down. Right. You know, things of that nature. So you don't see. I, I don't see like uh, you know like Adi with five or six goals. He's got like one goal or something. No. Um, but th- but he's got he's that whole up play right. Yeah, it's more about the team. I mean, it's like Arania with LAFC. You know, he's not scoring right. a bunch my of goals, but striker, he's incredibly effective. My favorite striker, by the way, who doesn't score goals. He's is yeah. he's So <laughs> effective. He's a perfect fit for that team. Yeah. Adi can be that for Portland, and, right. and if they do want to switch it up, you have Armenteros who gives you a different look and can run at people a little bit more. But Valeri and Blanco in the open field are a problem. Yeah. And that's going to be a huge issue tomorrow. So Harris, uh, who's on for Dirty South Soccer, who's had uh, <laughs> I swear to God, John Nelson. So he's <laughs> never heard he's, of him. He's about to mute his microphone. I swear to God. Don't just sing it. Bring it, Slick. Jesus Christ, John. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> we have he's now just Jesus Christ, yes, John. Yes, my child. We have uh, we have uh, Harris, who came on and said that he fl- just flipped a coin and said three five two. I mean, is is. Is is this something where with their counterattack is that something we're going to leave ourselves uh, uh, open with three at the back and try to uh, hit them on the wings, or is this something where we're now starting to see uh, where we've been playing with four in the back um, that gives us a little more stability? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? What do you think, John? I'm torn. Coin toss. Well, I mean, if you think of three up there, you don't want to be caught with goofy numbers in transition. Yep. And, and that's the problem. It's like with you know if if Severici's going to have the three up there, yeah. you've got to have one back. So I'm I'm leaning more toward four four two, but that's just my gut. And I would have zero fear. You know, think about who's going to be back there. I mean, it could be any number of guys. We've seen what Miles has been able to do. And we've seen yep. him evolve. Mm-hmm. So leaning toward a four four two, but wouldn't be surprised to see five drift back at any given moment. See, I'm thinking it's going to be the four two three one that we've seen from Atlanta here lately because it's not like it's three forwards. It's one forward with two behind. Right. And you got to have midfielders in there who can get there. So Jeff, I think, will be really important here. I think Nagby being in more of a defensive role will be yeah. really important because you have to try to cut off that vertical play to Valeri and to Blanco because Portland does it two ways. It's the long ball over the top to Adi, but right. they will also go straight up the shoot on the ground to Valeri or Blanco. And those two are really good at playing off of one another. One will show, the other will drift in behind. Sometimes they'll drift out wide, they'll overload one side. They're just so creative in how those three play together up top that I think you need more mobile guys instead of three center backs. Mm -hmm. I think you need two center backs and probably two mids to sit a little deeper this time. So what, Ambrose, LGP, Cap, and Escobar? Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably do that. And then Lorenowitz and Nagy in front. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a four-two-three-one. I think there's going to be a number of missed chances by Portland. And sometimes it feels like on the road that, you know, uh, that Valeri uh, isn't always connecting with Chara. I, I don't know. It, they, they seem to not always consistently click together. Um, and so we'll see Valeri pop out all of a sudden when there's a set piece or, or something like that. But I just don't see Valeri being a threat. I'm actually more worried about Adi. 
um, because he's so unpredictable. Audie's a handful. His um, size, and 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 that's somebody that I think that uh, we'll have to keep an eye on. So, well, and one of the one of the oh, Sweden just, Sweden wow. Just well, hello and wow. good afternoon. Didn't expect yeah. that. Well, the the one of the one of the things that uh, I have I've learned from Mr. Longshore in these situations is that you never want to have even numbers, and so that's why. When we think that Portland's going to have the three that are going to be up there, you never want to have three on three. That's why I went away from the three five yeah. two. That's, that's why you concern. wanted to have. And that's why you wanted to have four at the back to begin with. Because you don't want three in the back and then Miles and LGP chasing Valeri and Blanco. That's right. a bad match. So, that's does, a bad. so does Tito start? Yeah. Yeah. You need his speed. You also want. You need to open Portland up because playing four three two one, you have space out wide. And yeah. you have space to operate. Portland's really good at funneling you out I think he's fired wide. up, too. I just he, The yeah. energy he showed he, that, that game exactly. was intense. And defensively, the guy was a maniac. I mean, he ran all the way yep. back and just took took a ball off one of the players. 60-yard run yeah. back. Then he and picks the ball up. Then a 60-yard yeah. run the other way. Crazy. Right. Crazy. He's Tito, ready to go. Tito is just, for me, he's the heart of this team. And scoring yeah. that, scoring that scoring, scoring that goal upon his return, was, I think, was huge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, it was Especially a, for him. Way to kick it off, you know? For well, sure. so then, all right, so we're looking at those four at the back. Then you've got. And then, do you think Almiron starts even though Big he played Red. 90 minutes? I think yeah. so. Yeah. So, so it would be Big Red and Nagbe in the middle, and then the four horsemen up top? Yeah. I, yeah. I think we get the four horsemen up top for the first time. I would love that. It's the first time all season that those mm -hmm. four have started? I think so. I think it is. it is. I actually, for my prediction, and I, I know most people will probably not. Seven, agree. six, and penalties. Stop saying that most people will not no, agree no, no, with you. You, you are an expert. That. I said 3 0. I said we get a shutout. Wow. Wow. Because I honestly. Why? Yeah. Okay. Well, I believe in our defense, and I know that they know how to already uh, mark uh, Valeri and Blanco. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like as long as we keep them away from set pieces, as long as we keep them away from free kicks, as long as we keep them away from a corner and try to reduce that as much as possible, I feel like we've got a good shot at keeping a clean sheet. And then I feel like the introduction of the four horse, especially at home, the first time we've ever seen that yeah. formation at home again, um, especially with Tito being back and wanting to move the team forward as he does, I, I honestly think that we're going to see a semblance of the team that we saw last year. I don't know. I have a weird feeling about it. I just do. And I, I might wow. be completely wrong, but no, I really no. feel like hey, run I it. really, if anything, I feel like this is the, the, the moment and the time to just it, take it home. It could be because the two additions from last year's team, Barco and Nagby, are two who should be really critical here. And, hey, I was trying to pull this number up. So Valeri on the road, since the beginning of last season, Not he good. scored 12 goals on the road, second most in MLS. Actually, really good. Okay. Now he is, because he disappeared yeah. in the beginning of the season. He pops up on the road. He's just, he's dangerous. The thing about it is Portland, especially under Savarese, like he's got a different mentality than, than Caleb Porter had. He just transmits such confidence to his players, and they're comfortable sitting back. If they, get, if they come out of here nil-nil, they're happy, and they're comfortable, and they rely on Valeri and Blanco so much to figure it out that they'll set up the game plan to be very defensive and just say, all right, we'll take our chances. It's with interesting three. because I was reading on Twitter that like some of the their his own fans were booing Valeri as he came off the field at home. It's like that's that's I, stupid. I yes, mean <laughs> and you know this guy was MVP, he's going to the ESPYs, right? Like, right. Yeah. <laughs> Valeri's second most in MLS since the beginning of last season in goals on the road. Blanco's fifth. Interesting. Okay. It felt like he was a ghost at the beginning of the season. I, I knew when you mentioned that. I was like, I just had a number. I just had it for my research. <laughs> yeah. I've been researching this for 15 hours the last few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Very cool. So, Joseph well, not cool mask, for us, but. Joseph's mask gets at least What two. is he going to do with the mask? So, here's That's what, what I, I think. I think, he, Batman. I think he has a mural of his family painted on his mask. <laughs> 
He's got something because he special ordered this thing. We know he that. Did. He's waiting on it to arrive. We know it's not just the plain old mask. Right. It's not just the clear plastic. Like, uh, it's no, no, either no. like Batman or Masquerade party. No, that's the cliche stuff. That are, so, yeah, is there a Dragon Ball Z reference can, you can put on I the mask? I can speak on my own reference. So when I was 14, I actually literally got a line drive to the face with a softball. Uh. And I had to actually get rhinoplasty with my face because it so shattered my so nose. last week is basically what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Last yeah. week. Um, but I actually, the softball park that I played at, they had to now get caged masks. Yeah. Yeah. And it was called the Hager mask for like the longest time. And it basically <laughs> was just, it was like almost half of a hockey helmet, yeah. but like I've over your that. eyes. Yeah. So I'm almost interested to see if like Bird that's cage. what comes out. Well, the typically for soccer matches, we've seen this almost... It's kind of like the Phantom of the Opera, the back, yeah. but it's full across the the, the, the full uh, uh, under the eyes right. and yeah. across the nose, and it's just it looks very thin. Yeah, um, I'm hoping whatever he gets get doesn't sweat. Right, that's the problem. Is you've got to get it snug. He was talking about it at training. Like the one he's got right now, like keeps sliding up and getting around his eyes. Yeah, and this is the first time he's wearing it, so yeah. it takes time to adjust to it as well. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a concern there. Or it could be like a horse and just narrows his vision. It could blinders. blinders. Yeah, maybe towards just the goal, and then yeah. he'll score more goals That's because it. like, he, like he needs purely. blinders towards the goal. Yeah, <laughs> Joseph needs help in that regard. I mean, he's. I mean, he's. He, he might beat himself in the goal race. I mean, I don't know who's gonna beat him. I mean, maybe oh, Zardes. Maybe. No. Or BWP might become the closest, but no. but I just don't I see anybody I catching healthy, him. No. I don't no. see anybody catching him. Joseph yeah. in the field. I mean, honestly, I think that's how it's going to be. The only person that could be Joseph is himself. Yeah. Well. No, I mean, injury or something. You know, yeah. something like that. Happen, yeah. But yeah, I mean, he's. He just keeps up this pace that is ridiculous in his career. What's in it MLS. more than a? What's a goal a match? One point oh four goals per ninety. Yeah. Per ninety. Which is just stupid. Yeah. That's not how, supposed to happen. How many O's is that? Uh, seven or eight. It's stupid with seven or eight O's in the middle. So, I don't think we've ever had you guys on here. We we, we talked at uh, on the where? Uh, on unrelegated on our uh, like solely our this podcast. This is our debut on, on where? appearance. Yeah, you're on a podcast Unreli- right now. Unrelegated, John. we're on a, po- is this a podcast. What? Jesus Christ, I'm so Take your glad medicine. you're here. Um, <laughs> yes, my child. <laughs> Take your medication. You blessed us. Thank yes. you. Um, when we were at the soccer streets tournament, right? So, yes. we like to ask. Our guests a couple questions. Oh, yes, okay. we do. So, okay. uh, personal questions. Softball. Uh-uh. No offense, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> John, <laughs> John Bad yeah. memories. what is your favorite uh, Atlanta United match moment since the inception of Atlanta? Wow. Yamil Assad's goal, match one at Bobby Dodd. It's a very popular one. It's a very one. popular one. Just yeah. because, you know, every the procession happens, you're there at your first match, and you get that first moment. He was moment. here hanging out this weekend with yeah. Joseph. He was, yeah. yeah. And the place done went berserk. I yeah. thought that was really cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. How about you? Tito, dying goal against Orlando. Oh. Last game at Bobby It's been Dodd. a while since someone's brought that one up, that's, but that's yeah. also like, a good it's one. It's not yeah. even a competition for me. That's it easily. Yeah. I mean, the, his face after yeah. he scored that, he was just like pure adrenaline. That was one of my first gifts I ever barricade. made. Yep. One of the very first gifts I made was of Tito's face. I watched the Titanic music video to that one way yes. too many times. <laughs> it's one of my favorite. I'm like, look, that at, the, one look is, at the cameraman dodging yeah, the kids. That, that one was the first one. Mine comes a very last place to that one with the Kevin Kratz. It's just not the same with a free kick no. compared to like the in-the-moment rocket yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. I think I single-handedly keep that one up high in the ratings. Yeah, yeah. 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 Very cool. And, and then the other yeah. question we have is uh, who is your favorite player and why? So, uh, And that's obviously just solely for Atlanta United. I mean, they okay. go on fully on. Giorgio Canalia. No, um, <laughs> wait, he doesn't play for Atlanta United. Wow. Since I went first first time, I'll yeah, go first so this time. Jason, which, who's your favorite Atlanta United player? Yeah, I keep saying it, but Tito. Like, honestly, I really think he is the kind of heartbeat of this team. You know, his his work rate 
you can just see it in the way he plays. Like, Miguel looks effortless at times. He looks like he's gliding. Nagby looks like he's gliding through the midfield. Joseph does what he does in the box. Tito does a little bit of everything. And, and I love those runs that we talked about earlier, that 60-yard defensive run that you'll see from Tito, where it looks like like his shoulders are going to come out of socket because he's pumping his arm so hard, trying to get involved in the play. I, to me, that's the one that I always think of when I think of this club. For me, I'll go Big Red. No, not you, Jay Riddle. <laughs> I do have reddish hair when yeah. I let my beard grow out. Jeff Lorenowitz, because of his approach to the game, his and his, I guess, being partial to being California, the California nature, and just his his approach, his steadiness at the back, making sure that everyone's doing the right things, and much like Cap, I think he's a whole lot of Benjamin Button in him, where he's kind of regressing. The yeah. more that he plays, yeah. the younger, the younger he, he is. Gets, yeah. So I, I, I've got to go with Cap. And uh, he and listens to compact discs like yes. you do. He does. So. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I heard about this, yes. IPa uh, iPods and Walkmans, sir, get it right. You're you're way ahead of him with the iPod. Uh, <laughs> so you've got that going for iPod you. My, it's about an inch long. It, but one of those oh, things. one of the Nanos. Uh, yeah. One yeah. Of, very nice. Oh, very nice. Yeah, that was picked up in like the late 1980s. And it's like you can you can save 18 tunes to it. Which 18 do you pick? Jeez. Yeah, you, um. you get about uh, a 35-minute run on the treadmill. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'll, I'll add another one you guys can start asking people. Your favorite underrated Atlanta United player. Oh. Under the radar player. There you go. Stole, okay. Stolen. Yeah, stolen. use it. For me, Mikey Ambrose. Yes. Because I was going to go the other way and go Kratz. See, I think Kratz is almost at the radar now. I don't think Mikey gets enough credit. No. And, you know, it, we were really happy to get him on after a game on 92.9, and everybody was shocked that he sounded like he's 12. He, he looks like he's 12. He looks like he's 12. He sounds like he's 12. He's the nicest guy, and that he is just but he's consistently worked so yeah, hard. I've seen him. He's you tiny, don't but mess he with these guys around. You don't mess he's not with afraid Texas. to run and make runs into nope. the box. As even. good as Garza is for this team, there has been zero drop off with Mikey Ambrose so far. Yeah. I, I'm so glad to see him get this opportunity, and he's running with it. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't know what to expect when he was in the because we he was always in the three five two when he would be brought mm -hmm. in. But then um, what was the game uh, he was brought in? Uh, it was a four two three one, and and all of a sudden he was bombing up the left, yeah, making and runs in the box in the first ten minutes with him and Miggy. Yeah, yeah, they've got such a good. Against Columbus. They, yeah, I mean, Columbus. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was just, he was he was the biggest threat in the first 10 minutes yep. was Mike Ambrose. And if you think about how Columbus plays, it's somewhat similar when we're talking about defensive and and uh, counterattacking. It's very similar to, uh, to Portland. Yeah. So, well, there's a good shot we have. And, the, yeah, the, sure. and that Jason and I get to see Mikey when he gets to hang out with the with the G unit down with yeah. the, with, with the right. ATL UTD2. Yeah. We get to kind of see that, and we've seen we've seen the left foot in the nine goal thriller against Toronto oh, FC too. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Kratz is great on free kicks. Don't don't underestimate Duh. Mikey Ambrose. I saw those live. Those yeah. are beautiful. Yeah, we were going nuts on those. So, I have one more question. Okay, and then it'll turn into about three more. We brushed <laughs> it. Well, it's the story of my life. Uh, so we brushed uh, sort of past uh, the U.S. Open Cup match earlier in our broadcast. Mm -hmm. We just kind of swept it under the rug. We said, okay. Not great. We had we talked about there's different philosophies, which I thought at the end of the day is why, when you boiled down the 
malcontent about the match. It boiled down to just, for me, two different philosophies. Some people that felt that we should take the cup so seriously that we start our first team, that we become a Hunt family team that right. <laughs> that plays their first team yeah. players, right? Yeah. For, for Kansas City yeah. or, or a Chicago Fire. Uh, and I'm in the, of the uh, the other philosophy that we had a good balance this time. It was just a matter of a couple pieces that I felt we could have either swapped out earlier, like a Vasquez, or played more minutes for Andrew, which for me, part of it was hindsight. But of course. Uh, but but other people say, well, you should have known you should have just started Andrew, which I'm like, well, then you're a genius uh, <laughs> to know that Vasquez was going to disappear. What, what a lot of people, I think, are upset because at the end of the day, whatever philosophy you, you had, the one agreement was that Andrew should have had more minutes in that game. That he should have had more minutes in that U.S. Open Cup match. And now that we're not going to have another U.S. Open Cup match, there's concern that, well, you know, is Atlanta United 2 enough? Are we going to see him again? Yeah. You know, because of how stacked right. this team is. And now we're talking another six may come in in the summer. And I, and right. I know that you guys talked a lot, a lot of this on Soccer Down Here yeah. because I, I listen to that quite frequently pretty much every day. Thank you. And so I know that you both are in agreement from what I remember that you would have liked Andrew to start. I mean, especially looking at the formation and yeah. seeing mm -hmm. sort of how Brandon played. Mm -hmm. None of us could have expected that. And I agree with you very much when you said that Tata was sort of rewarding Brandon for his his performance in the seven, in 2017 yeah. Yeah. on why he got that start. Um, but by all means, have, have at it. Let us know what you think. So I think Brandon gives you something that you don't really have on this team right now in terms of size on the wing. And I think Tata Martino and, and the club is really trying to get him back to his form from last year. I, I think maybe they tried a little bit too hard with the cup match. Um, I don't think he deserved the start. I think it was based off of past form and a design to get him back into that form. Right. I think Andrew deserved the start because the last few matches he's played have been the best I've seen him play, period. The Open Cup match was really good, but that 44 minutes against Ottawa that was rained out, yes. that's the best half I've seen Andrew Carlton play in his life. And, I mean, I haven't seen all of his youth games, but I've seen a lot over these last couple of years. That was the best I've seen him play, period. The only goal in that game from Atlanta, too, right? Yeah, it was a deflection. It was a cross that deflected in, but, but it wasn't a, even just that. A, just the create, creativity. Yeah, the creativity, yeah. confidence. Linking I mean, up players. He's playing like, a, like an adult now. Yeah. And and it, it's... Uh, but that sounds weird. Is that part of well, no, just it's, being it's, put into the to, no, into those like games a consistently? Now is a better way to put it. Is it, is it part of that? Like yeah, going through tough road losses, yeah, tough yeah, games, yep. having to forcing him to problem solve. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You know it, that you're not always going to be getting uh, great uh, passes from all the time. That it's you know that you can't rely on these great players to set you up. How to deal with getting marked? How to deal with the being double switch? I think the light switch came on over the last month or six weeks yeah. or so where Andrew's concerned and you're seeing him you're seeing him figure it out. It's almost yeah. like you're you can, you know, take the take the chainsaw and just sit there and cut a high line and you can see his brain and you can see his brain working everything out on the pitch. This is a weird description. Over the last took a weird turn. <laughs> but it's just like you can see the wheels turning yeah. now with Andrew yeah. and you can see him figuring things out on the pitch and it's been over the, the last six, eight weeks or so where you've seen his game elevate right. and you see him feel a little freer, act yeah, a little freer and figure it out. It feels like Atlanta United 2 is not only helping him progress, but helping him mature yeah, as 100%. a player and be able to read the read the game a lot better than he he used to. You could see it in the cup game against Charleston where the first five, ten minutes he was really struggling with the speed of play and he lost a couple balls that just he was too casual with. It was the same thing Wheeler Amanu went through in this one where the first couple minutes it's like he's got to get up to speed. Right. And then he was excellent. Yeah, I thought he was great. I thought he was a standout. For I me. thought in, in general in, the, in this match – 
the lineup should have gotten the result. It, yeah, it, on paper, there's no reason why we, we couldn't we take, on, have. take on that Chicago Fire have. team. Yeah. The two wild cards in the lineup for me were Vasquez and Wheeler Amanu. And Wheeler Amanu paid off yes. and was good. Vasquez wasn't. Subbing him earlier would have been tricky because you do have to think about extra time. And at halftime, I wouldn't have made a sub because you're thinking, okay, if I go 120, I want to have that sub later. Mm -hmm. The game was even at that point. You have to think that, okay, we're going to be able to find our way through it. Right. There was one defensive breakdown for Atlanta United in that match. One. And you were punished. So do MLS teams come calling at the end of the season? For? Andrew Carlton. Uh, he ain't going. They, they probably come calling all the time, but he's not going anywhere. I mean, but he's going to want to play. So he's going to want guarantees to at the end of this season, I would imagine, that if he's performing well, that you know he can start to get more playing time, not just you know five minutes at the end of the, the I ninety. Like I don't think he's going to play for another MLS team. I think if Andrew Carlton leaves Atlanta United at some point, it will Europe. be to go to Europe. Okay. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go to another city. I don't think he has any interest in that. No. I think he's proud of being here, and I think he's proud of being sure. in Atlanta. United. You can be he's proud of being here, but at the same time, you know, if you if you can't progress, feel, you, if you feel like you have saying. so much depth in front of you that you're not going to break into he the starting. He doesn't think that way, though. I know. I know he's not seeing that now. Yeah. But there's a lot of time in a teenager's head between now and offseason. In, in, in an average teenager's head, I would probably agree with you. Yeah. In this situation, having talked to him a few times and, and talked to him at the after the cup match, he knows the plan for him, Okay. and he's on board. He so it sounds it. like there's clear communication. Yeah. There's constant the communication. Okay. 100%. And, uh, and that's a good thing to hear. I don't think all our listeners know that, right? You know, no, so. and Andrew, does. when you talk to Andrew Carlton, he does not – speak to you like a teenager like he speaks like a seasoned veteran he, oh we've he seen interviews it. where it just it blows your mind i mean yeah. he just <laughs> takes he's, it on like yeah. like he's been doing it for years oh i know i mean yeah he, he's so good at this sort of stuff and i think he has the right perspective he gets it he knows it's a long-term plan for him there's no rush like it's not like so he, he just needs to, to transmit that uh patience to the fans somehow <laughs> or fans just need to have patience yeah i, mean, I think know. most do i just think there was some frustration with well, the game but, hey, but think about problems but to have think yeah. about the last right. think about the last 18 months and where this team has gone from okay you're going to have 11 out there to an 18 and now you have 25 to 30 guys who can be in any given situation, in any given level, yep. whether we're talking USL right. or parent club, at any time of this season, and they're all practicing together, they're all learning together, they're all taking the same steps together. Oh, you mean like a European or South American Academy? <laughs> That's what's <laughs> happening. I mean, exactly what's yeah, supposed that, to be happening. That is yeah. exactly what's happening when you talk to these guys. Oh, no! You know, like I mean, Will Crane these... trains with the first team yeah. out of yeah. the academy one day, and then Carlton is you know, matched up with Al Marone one day against him, then the next day they're playing together. That's how this club works. Right, and that's something that the team specifically mentioned when they were going into this offseason, yeah. especially after last season we saw the problem with depth that we had, that this mm -hmm. is one of the biggest things that they wanted to work on was how much depth that we have, how many, how the second team players are going to start playing with the first team. Like, we needed to get everybody on the same level. Here's the thing for me, like, the, the hashtag play your kids movement. I, I get it, but you got to be realistic about this. Right. Atlanta United, in my opinion, I don't know this for sure, I think they put down the money to put a USL team on the field this year ahead of schedule because of the players who are coming through because they wanted to give them that I mean, opportunity. Look at Dallas. Miles They're just now and yeah. figuring out, I mean, you know, what's what, what's what they're missing yeah. with the, and, without and, a USL team. And they might be doing a D3 team, not a, not a second division I team, mean, which is a different level. Either way, I mean, look at these teams that have been around for a while that are yeah. just figuring this stuff out. And Atlanta United said, we're going to cut the check and we're going to do it yeah. and figure it out because it's not a, it's not cheap to play at Cool Ray and bring in that the, the oh, turf, no, the sod, yeah. all right. of that. 
they do it because of players like Andrew. And these players guys are like Miles. Yeah, Miles. I mean, Miles immediately benefited from it. Just those few games early in the season made him more comfortable. And now I don't even think of him as a USL guy. I, I think of him think as of part him. of the first team I rotation. I do as well. And I've, I've said this before. It's like I, I last year I, I doubted the whole Miles thing because we haven't seen him play right. very much. And it was this whole like, well, is well he was shaky. I think he was going to move on. Yeah. He was shaky. Yeah, he was. And then you see him sort of get comfortable in USL and then come into uh, a couple of the first team games and gets familiar and gets comfortable with the pace of the play. And then I think, especially with the Open Cup, that that was 100% my favorite player yeah. that game. I thought he did a fantastic job. And immediately now, I, I feel completely comfortable if he has to slot into the first team, starting the, the first starting 11, yeah. I'm com com comfortable with it. Okay, so Jason, let me let me go through names, and if I forget anybody, let me know. From our time with the twos okay. coming forward. All right, so we've seen this year Kunga, Gosselin, Kissiadu, Conway, Crane, Garces, who uh, Gallagher, Shannon. Uh, who else am I missing? Samuel Carranza, Samuel Jose Carranza, Joseph Samuel. I mean, we just ran off what eight or ten names in about right. fifteen seconds. I think almost all of them are under the age of twenty-one. Yeah, the yeah. ones you just said. And I mean, that's not even talking about a guy like AJ Cochran, who probably would have played in the Open Cup match against Charleston if he hadn't been injured. Right. Jack Metcalf is a veteran at yes. 24. Right. Who can step in and, and play those minutes when you need him? This is a club built for the long haul, and I think Andrew Carlton understands it. The question is, when the next transfer happens, and I think it's going to be outbound. The next big one. I mean, right, I, I right, think right. I, yeah. the Eric Rometty stuff, I think, will probably happen. That's what it sounds like is in process. Right. That's a depth piece for a future starter, I think. I think he'll start next year. I think he'll be a depth piece this year. But the big transfer out, whether it's Miguel, whether it's Joseph, what's the decision at that point? And that's what Andrew Carlton has to prepare for. He has to be at the stage where that sale is made. The confidence in him is strong enough to say, you know what? Now's your time. Right, we're not going to go look for another South American, right. American player to replace Miguel Amaron. Right, either right. you're either going to play in the middle or switch left or be able to do both or with Barco. Or see Barco together yeah. and right. you guys swap. Yeah, um, and, and as we saw, he looks great in the middle, um, yeah. I think. But I, I like both of them in the middle, yeah. and they're different in the middle. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Barco is I just feel like last year, everybody was like, ooh, left wing, left wing. And, and now, no, I'm, I, I now, like now I'm looking yeah. in the middle, I'm like, ooh, he's good. I like the two of them being so interchangeable because yeah. when they're in the middle, they approach it differently. Yeah. That's what's cool about it. Um, so you mentioned Ramidi. We talked a little bit about it. If he does come in, is he going to play as sort of this destructive uh, number six destroyer? Yeah, uh, it sounds like it. Yeah. And I, so is he a backup to if Larry departs or uh, Larry needs rest? Backup, period. I yeah. think he's a backup this, this year. Yeah, yeah, uh, this I year. think he's a backup with the eye as a future starter and that's down the, the road. That's the last thing I want to talk about is, uh, is it, are we starting to get a better or clearer idea if Larry may choose to stick around in uh, more of an administrative like or coaching, coaching fashion. fashion. I hope he's so awesome. Yeah. I hope so. I hope he ends up being a coach with the academy yeah. because his soccer IQ is just off I mean, the he's already got yeah. a favorite record story said. See, I, mean, I mean, that's got a time His kids here, are right? here. They're in school. <laughs> this this yeah. club has a real family feel. I mean, yeah. when, when you get to be around it behind the scenes and you, know, you see guys in the hotel hanging out, and it's not just everybody was worried about this at the beginning. Like, oh, the South Americans are over here. The American guys are over here. They interact, and, and you see it, those silly little pictures after a match on the yes. road. Like, that's a tradition in other countries. And and you see this last one where Tata jumps into the picture. Yeah, we saw that yeah, and, in the locker room. And that's room. not normal. Yeah. yeah this that group was crazy. really yeah. gets along and looks out for one another. When I hear stories about 
Barco coming in and Miguel really taking him under his wing and making sure he's got everything he needs and rooming with him in preseason. Miguel doesn't have to do that. Miguel's a superstar. Miguel could say, no, I want my own room. Right. But he saw for the club the best thing was to help Barco adjust. They, they just get it. I think yeah. they get it, and it's not like MLS teams from the past. This is like that European or South American club, and it's a club atmosphere. Yeah. Well, Kelly just wants Jeff to score a goal this year. I do. <laughs> it just I means another J-Sam Jones tattoo. Before, hold on, let's be specific. I want him to score a free kick. Okay. A rocket. A yeah. rocket free kick. Yeah, off one of those uh, rocket launches. Yeah. The, the yes. rising. Yes. I'm down with this. The I rising hope nobody, I hope nobody breaks their arm again. <laughs> no, we I'm, don't want that. I'm saying I would love for that to happen, and I feel like that is a possibility. And I would also finally love for Nagby to score a goal. Like, that's also on my wish list for this he d- year. He doesn't have doesn't one yet. He doesn't need to, though. Parkhurst doesn't, doesn't have one to. yet either. Yeah. Yeah. Parkhurst is the one well, who really he needs right. one. He seems fine, though. He's... He's not worried oh, about it. Larry, see, Larry likes to, like, Larry, I see Larry stepping after. up. I see Larry stepping up to Oh, the park, the parky celebration would be nuts. Yeah. But yeah. I, I do see Larry stepping up to a freak the next free kick or something and saying, "Oh, I'll take I'll this." I'll take one. this. One. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you want to bet cap celebration is just something like this? Like a that's like a like almost nah, like a Joseph. Yeah. I bet he goes crazy. Yeah, I, I think he would guys. go kind of nuts. That's a lot of pen up, pen up, uh, yeah. non goal scoring energy. Two yes. fists and then just like takes his takes his. I think the rest like of the team would go like, like the crazier. Shakers. Shakers. Yes. <laughs> he, takes, he takes his kid off and does one of these. Gets the yellow completely. Yeah, does the yellow. Uh, no, 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 no. He's the captain. He's smarter than that. He's the captain. He's not going to pick up a yellow. LGP might do something like that. It's not like the one guy who had a yellow and then took off his shirt during the whole celebration and got red. Oh yeah. Wow, oh, the Vancouver white, white announcers caps. were going insane. They, lost they were so it. mad. <laughs> it was, was Tashera, I think. Yes. <laughs> Lastly, I want to congratulate you, Jason, for your great job on Fox Sports South uh, oh, as color analyst with Kevin Egan uh, in the press box. It was time with the Godfather, and that was fantastic. Your, your red and black suit. <laughs> oh yeah, you people were, love that. Yeah. Weighing one way or another, I nah, can tell you nah. were totally neutral. Yeah, yeah, of course. Andy Bunker was really into that. Uh, that Everybody whole style. was. And into it the also, suit, it man. also hid how humid it was after the downpour in Columbus. Oh my God, yeah. it was a sauna. Yeah. It was ridiculous. I, well, smart thinking. He came back <laughs> three pounds. <laughs> I just got lucky. Three. What? Uh, what? Speaking of, of all of that, where can we find you guys? What's going on tomorrow? Where for can the we game? be found? Or as listeners are listening Boy. today. <laughs> so tomorrow. Uh, Live show at the Faction Tailgate yes. on top of the gigantic trailer. It is Unity Day. Yes. It's yes. a big day, right? So yes. I think there's a whole bunch of stuff going there on in the is. tailgate in addition. Yeah. I think Footy Mob's got this whole rave thing going on. they got like eight awesome. DJs. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Well, Lots cool. of stuff. We have cake. We have cake. Oh. It's John Nelson's birthday tomorrow. It is. Oh, it's your birthday, John. Yes. Yep. Okay, now I have to get a birthday gift. No. Yeah. What do you oh, give? I'm gonna come with a, a Gumby. What do you get Jesus Christ for his for birthday? What, yeah, what do you? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. What do you, you get the man who has everything and is the savior? A of woman's I'll polo you a, shirt. I'll give you a glass of water, and then you can give turn it, to it into me wine. After, yeah. yeah, there you go. Into wine. Yeah. There you go. Everybody wins. So faction tailgate. What else is going on? Uh, our show nine to eleven every morning, uh, Monday to Friday. Blogtalkradio.com/slash/soccer down here. Uh, and you guys are doing wonderful World Cup uh, match or like uh, cup dates. Yeah, cup we dates? love the, the 92.9 cool. updates or World Cup updates. Are it's, great. it's been yeah. cool. We kind of had to tag team that because uh, 92.9 was able to work out a deal with Fido and and we were able to do the sponsored Pay cup dates. Not a bad sponsor then, to have for then World then Cup. Then on the other side on SDH, it's worked out really well because the Canadian market, the Canadian branch. Oh. We're somehow we're big in Canada. We I are. I don't That's know. That's so crazy. We're big in Canada. Yes, is we that are. Our, what are they, our numbers they, in Canada? They think you're Canadian. 
<laughs> not me. No, not us. They're a big fan of Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, yeah, Why, that. yes? Ah. Yeah. That's it. Ah, uh, Jesus. I like him very much. <laughs> <laughs> um, where can we find you on the Twitters? Or uh, the, the whatevers? See. Let's see. Uh, uh, Blog Talk Radio slash soccer down here. Barnburner.ca, north of the border. XL Sports Radio Network, Central Georgia. ESPN Coastal on the yep. overnight. Yep. Uh, you're at Longshoe. I'm at OSG yeah. Nelson. It's uh, Yell at soccer Jared down underscore here. Smith. Yes, please. Jared underscore Smith. And on the Insta, it's soccer down here where yeah. we post photos. Yes, sometimes. We don't, we don't do the Snapchat because no. I don't know how to do that. It's a lot of work. Yeah. I tried it yeah, for a while. It's, it's a lot of effort. You don't want to go into this. It's yeah. a don't want to go yeah. down. I, I'm, I'm about to start going into Instagram stories, so I'm gonna, I'll yeah. start Just stick with that. Oh, yeah. That's what I'll the players do. I can help yeah. you with that. I know I might need some help with that. I haven't figured out the whole caption thing and the sound on and all the special effects on Insta stories. I can help both of you on that. Unfortunately, I know way too much about it. I would break my phone at that point. I'm easing in on it. Well, guys, uh, with that, we'll just say uh, Mucha Plata. Word. Mucha Plata, y'all. Mucha Plata, y'all. That's okay. It happens. John, I, mean, I love you. John Nelson, you are my homeboy. I love you so much. There's a lot going on. I don't uh, know why I said Fuller. You're our final guest, guys. Uh, Robin Seguini, uh, also Terminus Legion member and just <laughs> all-around awesome lady. And then Drew Picard from Portland. What's up? Member it. of Timber's Army. It's good to be yes, here. Yes, and don't you do all of the traveling coordination for the Timber's Army? I am, yes. I'm our uh, travel liaison. Yeah? How's, how have you enjoyed your visit so far? Uh, good. Yeah. Great. Do you uh, want to tell people what you want at the raffle? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if people want to know that. I, oh, I do. Think, I think they do. I, I think, think they it's. Need to know. I think it's quite spectacular that out of all of the prizes, this is the one you want. And with one ticket, I with think people would understand. Ticket, guys. He a only got one ticket. ticket. That yeah. he won a signed Nagby ball with a certificate it's of going back authenticity. To and, and it's uh, going back to Portland. Yeah. That is so crazy. And I think that's amazing. That's that's One good. ticket, and that's what you got. Yeah. That's, it's just serendipitous. And, and he was joking for hours beforehand about, I'm just going to take this because it belongs in Portland. It was like the irony <laughs> if I won that. And so then. to give some perspective, listeners, we had about maybe 50 people standing around. Some people bought 20 tickets apiece, and just all the same people were winning who bought lots of tickets. They had fistfuls right. in it. Uh, Andrea Buzmani is, is going to uh, streak <laughs> again. Oh, he didn't buy it. And I did. I and was giving it to as a honorary guest from Portland. An so I was even giving wow. a raffle ticket. One, that's, in, that's insane. The golden ticket. I just want to let you know, though. I mean, as much as I know Nagby means to Portland, we also have a, a huge heart for Nagby He's here a great as well. Guy. He's an amazing person, yeah. and I wanna, I wanna just say that we're treating him very well as Good. part of the family that's as well. Great. He so. got a tifo very quickly. So. I, yeah. We saw that. Yeah. We, were, we were shocked at how yeah. quickly that went up. Um, yeah, but it was good. Uh, we wanted to bring you guys on talk a little bit about portland since the game tomorrow how many travelers do you have coming 
uh, officially, by that meaning the tickets that the front office actually gave us, we have 220. Wow. Right. Um, and then we'll probably have another 40 scattered. About and that's because that's you said you have a big East Coast presence of a lot of Portland fans. Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we have a kind of a splinter group or a subgroup called the East Coast Platoon. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. And they, they run everything on the East Coast for us. So they're, they're big. They're probably our... If not biggest, is second biggest. Yeah, and you got the, the traveling supporters right now are having a soccer match against uh, some of the supporters here. There's a pickup game tonight, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Candler. that's dope. Starts at 7. Yeah. Woo! Where is that going to be at? Candler. Oh, nice. So if you're listening to this, you missed it. You missed it. it but Candler. Yeah, I'm sure it was <laughs> awesome. Candler. Too bad. I'm sure it was amazing. Um, with the game coming up tomorrow, we were talking about uh, Savarisi and just the, the, the big change since March. And the 10-game unbeaten run and just how spicy you guys have been playing right now. The counterattack is fierce. That's what great. It, I mean, what, what's what been going on? What happened? Uh, I wish I knew. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it just the geo passion and the, 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 the I think everybody's clicking into his formation? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the the formation changeup definitely definitely spiced things up. Um, I think it put emphasis on players that weren't probably being used to their full potential. Right. Um, kind of to bring it round to uh, a, a certain trade might have uh, bolstered our, our attack there. Right. Uh, we got a lot of money for Nagby and uh, I don't know what trade you were talking about. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Wait, one we, what? Was there a private what? jet? Was there a jet <laughs> that was involved? I don't know. Me? I don't know what trade you're referring to. What did people think when we sent a private jet? Because that was just crazy. That was I crazy. didn't even know what was going on. I was like, that what was is a little absurd. We were, <laughs> I think we were I think we were still in shock Yeah. yeah. Um, that he was leaving because he was somebody that we thought would, never would leave. just never leave. Well, because Caleb Porter, I mean, was his mentor, he said, yeah. basically. Uh, well, yeah, because he played with him in college yeah. And, yeah. and everything. So, um, But I think with Porter leaving, I mean, that kind of that connection won, yeah. broke that connection. And then, because um, if you actually if you notice, we only have one zip left. Like, all the Akron kids have gone now that Porter's gone. So, um, But, it, I mean, it was, it was a little bit of a shock. And then, uh, and then we started seeing what was rolling in after that. So really one player for, like, what, five? Yeah. Right. We'll take it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a lot of money. A lot of, a lot of allocation money going on. Yeah. yeah. And for us, he, it's like five players in one. Exactly. No, and, and that's what he does. I mean, people don't – he's not a shining star. He, you know, he does what he does, and he'll yeah. always mag me, and that's just what you need him to do. And Good luck stripping the ball off of him. So. Exactly, yeah. For real. For sure, for sure. How'd you all meet, Robin and, and Drew? So Drew and I met uh, this past January in Vancouver at the Independent Supporters Council annual meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was his. It was your first year, right? It was my first year. Yeah. First year. It was my third. So, yeah, we, you know, hung out. And then he messaged me about a month ago and said, Got I'm coming. Do you have a bed? Many nights. <laughs> right? Yeah, well, yes. That happens. So you got to meet her dogs? I've always wanted to meet her not dogs. Not yet. I have not been I, home. I only have the one. I just have a guest dog, too. He's been imprisoned oh, okay. at soccer con. Okay. <laughs> I had, well, yeah. So you I cannot leave. I took the red eye. Yeah, I literally oh, wow. picked him up at the airport and drove Came here. here. Came here. It's a heck of a day. So I hope you've had a drink or two. No, I don't even know what the body My body's in such shock right now. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even know. <laughs> Putting uh, food in it was kind of like, what's going, what's going on? on? So with the game going down tomorrow, we wanted to get score predictions from you both. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and I th- knew nobody, it was coming. Nobody, we do not take them seriously. We're rarely right. Uh, they rarely. mean nothing. 
Uh, I used to be very good at them, uh, but some, I've, I've been good like downhill. once. And I got it once. And yeah, and the last couple times I I did get the score prediction right. I didn't put it into the predictor uh, <laughs> spreadsheet for our competition that we do uh, with Humble Before Dark, so it didn't count. Um, Robin, we think we're gonna see Tito start. Heck yeah! If Tito we starts, know you're a Tito lover. if he does Tito start, Morcito. if hypothetically we play in a four-two-three-one, what do you think will be? The scoreline. And granted, tree. I haven't really watched a whole lot of Portland this year, but they have uh, their keeper uh, uh, Jeff They've Addison. Been Addison doing amazingly is well. at Noah. At yeah. Noah, sorry, Noah. I can never get his name right. It's okay. Is uh, half of our podcast. I was used to, see, right, I was used so. to season uh, <laughs> or, or the other guy first. Uh, Gleason. He, Gleason. He's what? Gleason. He's played. Uh, he's played what? Um, eight, eight matches, eight and matches he's had like five clean sheets. Yeah. In eight matches. Shit. The first. Yeah. The first. Five, first four of our the, something else that we just learned from Jason Longshore, uh, a stat to make you feel more warm and fuzzy, that Valeri is the second highest yeah. uh, goal He's in goal scored away on away games. Yeah. <laughs> on the, the road. He's the best away, away um, score. Bring in the heat. Is. So how about that score prediction, Robin? <laughs> in that case, mine, mine is absurd. And we st- I mean, we still do have a, a starting team. A I starting 11 will be playing against them. It's yeah, not like, of course. It's yeah, not yeah, like yeah. we're just putting up Guzan against and it's not, and, and, and from what I understand, Joseph is wearing a mask, so we should yes, be okay there. Exciting. Yeah, Hannibal Lecter um, on the field. Custom Dude, have you seen his yeah. other hand one that he's had? It's like we were playing against... Um, what is the, I don't know what that character the, is. The uh, Thanos. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not like sorry to get that. Um, I'm gonna say two one us. Okay, that's what I chose. Uh, uh, Harris picked two one Portland. That was on earlier, um, but everybody else. Uh, I'm not saying uh, Harris uh, is wrong. Picked a, a, a positive scoreline for Atlanta at home. Drew, which is funny because I was actually before you said it was thinking two one Portland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we I think have, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun actually, game. I mean, goals are going absolutely. to be scored no matter. I, I think so. I think, I think it's yeah. gonna be open. I think it's gonna be actually pretty exciting. I think there's gonna be uh, a lot of drama, so a lot of set pieces, probably. Uh, um, Probably, uh, if there is a goal, I think it's going to be like a Valeri off a set piece or or, yeah, uh, or something of that nature. Which is one of the things Watch that out for them free kicks. Yeah. Or a penalty yeah. even. Because of so LGP uh, needs to behave himself. Yeah. He does need to behave himself. Because if they, if they start go. running in the back line and they take off and he can't catch up, yeah. Yeah, LGP and Escobar need, we will, need to be intense, but they need to behave. They we'll see at least one penalty controls. kick in this game, I think. Um, I don't like the sound because of there's too much speed. On, there's too much. There's too much chaos and speed on either side. There really is, and, and there it's really gonna, is. someone's going to get dragged down or tripped or something. Yeah, and I'm, sure. I'm intrigued to see if we'll wear in the Christmas tree as well, or if we're going to throw in that. Uh, you guys four really one that you did. Well, yeah, that that was weird. And Which then, I just learned about. I didn't even know you guys changed out of the Christmas tree. I we thought did. you guys were cemented you into guys that. Also, sometimes do what a four four. Uh, well, we, we ran the diamond in uh, US oh, Open no. Cup, so we had... Which you are uh, moving oh. on in the sixth round, yeah. Yeah, and then so we had what? We beat LA Galaxy three, with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, or before that. Well, we, we haven't played LA Galaxy in the uh, US Open Cup. Or no, yes, we did. Yeah, Sorry. the last yeah, match. Yeah, you guys yeah. beat LA Galaxy. Yes. I was yeah. like, I'm, I'm so confused. It's okay. so many it's LA teams now. now. We have played so much LA. I'm so tired yeah. of it. Um, yeah, so I think we... Your, your ball's being stolen there. No. <laughs> That's going back to Portland. Nice he will, will cut a bitch, JR. He nice will cut try. a bitch. Yeah. Um, we carry chainsaws, remember? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, he, he actually flew here in a tiny home. In a tiny, tiny house, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> that tiny house, tiny And he's yeah. wrapping himself tonight in yeah. his own TIFO, yeah. so. Hey. <laughs> Done. Um, you brought nothing but scarves to wear, so yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, half of my luggage is scarves. <laughs> <laughs> um, where were we even at? 
Oh, it? so the diamond, that diamond yeah. was so weird. And then we ran the two up front with uh, Armenteros and Adi side by side. That S- was a weird one. And see, for some reason, I guess because I just paid attention earlier in the season to some of the West Coast games or when Portland was in the games, I didn't watch a lot uh, most recently. I thought that, that Portland was pretty static since they had changed in this Christmas tree. But like you said, and Jason Longshore was on earlier, he says, no, actually, uh, Severisi is very flexible. Yeah. He's crazy uh, flexible. Depending on the pieces that he's putting yeah. in. And that, and he's not afraid to switch it. Yeah, mid half. Yeah, I mean he does it with. The, I mean he'll just throw it's, in a sub all I'm of a sudden. Ex- the next I'm game excited like about this game. game. That I want to. I'm excited. In, you know what I'm saying. I'm excited. <laughs> I think there's a lot of goals. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, anything else that you guys want to touch on before we head out? Uh, World Cup. Uh, do you guys have any picks in terms of uh, oh, Robin? We have to get into that. I'm out. You're, you're, Argent- you're Argentine. You're Argentine. <laughs> to be fair, I've been talking. We've been talking to everybody else about it, uh, but I'm not picking on Robin. Uh, Argentina, you uh, your team. Uh, plays Nigeria though, so I have faith that hey, the last they thing can we heard come is through. That, is that Messi is going to be the coach now? <laughs> <laughs> this just came through from Tiger. The, the, apparently, the the, the, federa- the federation is really? oh, so then it's new. The federation, yeah, it's the news. federation is backing the players. Yep. Uh, uh, as wow. Be, as well, they should. And yeah. uh, the coach is no longer in control. Yeah. Playing well, coach. The coach is, yeah. the coach is a lame is duck now coach. Bye bye. Yeah. He's yeah. out. He was terrible anyway. So. If they beat Nigeria, they'll be fine, right? Well, as long as they <laughs> score like four goals, yeah, we'll be great. <laughs> Just, in case. Just in case. Just in yeah. case. Just yeah. We still got to worry about Iceland. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Watch yeah. out for them Vikings. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, the Vikings what about are you, very, Drew? very tall. Well, yeah, like I said, I'm boycotting, so I don't. I, oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Boycotting Russia? Yeah. Do you the think, whole thing. Do you have a winner in your mind? Anyone? I don't. I mean, even though I'm boycotting, I would love to see, you know, Iceland win it or, you know, just one of the... A different team. A different team. One of the wild cards. uh, Maybe like a... I know you're wearing a German kit right now. Colombia or... I'm tired of seeing Germany win it. I mean, mean, to be honest, if Argentina doesn't make it, I would be happy to root for Nigeria. They were really fun to watch. They are great to watch, yeah. yeah. I'm also so I I've committed to France, but I would I would not mind if if Mexico or Nigeria won it. That'd be or great. or Senegal, they were good. Too. Yeah, they were fun to watch. As long as it's not like somebody that we expect, I actually yeah. fully predict this World Cup to somebody's going to win it that we do not expect. And I know that's going against my France prediction, but like I'd be okay with that. I think we might see someone unique in the final. I I think at the end of the day, we'll probably see a team that we're used to seeing win but well, I, I think it, it, it will probably see a, a more dynamic quarterfinal when well, it comes down yeah. to those it, it's the pressure yeah, yeah. The considering teams that have played finals like three of the main teams you know Argentina Brazil and uh, who else was I thinking of you talking about South American teams Uruguay, Uruguay? May, yeah Uruguay Spain has been lackluster but I mean oh, yeah Uruguay. Spain has been but Oh, Portugal. Portugal. Yeah, Portugal. Basically, one guy and then Morocco a handful of his friends. Beat Portugal. They're, they're talisman, and then <laughs> everybody else. <laughs> yeah, that's what the word of the I World mean, Cup is. Yeah. Every time so you hear it, people drink. You're yeah. talisman on the on the You're TV. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so a- another thing that we like to do with um, guests that we have on the show is ask you two questions. I can't ask Drew one of these. Questions. Great to wait a single hour guest, you? Kelly, but we and make him feel no, odd no, no, man no. out. What we can do though, and I'm going to change this up. <laughs> Uh, what is your favorite Portland moment from My any match that you've Portland ever been to? Moment? It could be in the in the game or outside the game at a match day. Well, I mean, I don't want to be cheesy and say the, the MLS Cup because I was there and that 27 second goal, I cried. Um, that was fantastic. But uh, favorite Timbers moment? That's rough. I wasn't there. Don't look at me. That's so rough. <laughs> None of us Why were weren't you at the MLS Cup, Robin? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would probably. 
I could go with the after party of the MLS Cup oh, okay. and partying with the team. That was yeah. pretty. That was pretty special. How did that go down? Uh, well, we weren't necessarily supposed to be there. Right. But, <laughs> you know, word gets around. Yeah. Um, but they had rented out this because um, uh, Merritt Paulson had swung by the bar that we were hanging out at after the match and dropped off the credit card, and like that was supposed to be our party. And uh, wow. It was actually at a gay bar, and we were all up on the stage with drag queens singing We Are the Champions. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And all the other gays were like, what the fuck? What's they, happening? They just took control of Who our show tunes. queers? <laughs> and uh, we were loving it, so that's now our like new tradition is anytime we travel, we try yeah. to find a gay bar and kind of take it over. There's, a, there's a bunch here. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah, from what this I is hear. a great then, town for that. Um, exactly. Yeah. And then another question we like to ask is, who's your favorite player? I mean, obviously, we'll get to you, Robin, with Atlanta United, but who is your favorite Portland all player? Of them. <laughs> uh, my favorite Portland player, it's uh, it's most definitely Valerian, not because of what he does on the pitch, it's what he does off the pitch. Okay. Um, I mean, getting that guy out to, I mean, he cleans books. He, you know, digs around in the dirt, cleaning up pitches and, you know, making trails in our forest and, and stuff like that. So it's... That's awesome. That's something I actually didn't know Valerian did, so... Yeah, I mean, he's he painted on a TIFO. He, he's, he's done all kinds of crazy stuff. And it's half the time, you don't even have to ask him to do it. He'll just show up. Um... If he just if he gets word of it, he's coming. There's a good chance he probably That's will awesome. be there. That's so, awesome. That is um, awesome. So he's just a spectacular human being. Sweet. So he's one that'll stick around, and that's, you gonna good. watch him on the ESPYS? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they they have uh, four four MLS players right at the ESPYS, or just one or two, one or two. I think two. it was four. Four, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but it was like golden, all of the gold, golden uh, glove, Go- golden boot, golden boot, golden boot. Oh yeah, golden glove. Golden glove. I was like, yeah. uh, there's no gloves MVP. In Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> For a second. So golden boot, golden uh, glove, and then MVP. And then yes. they do like player. Uh, there was something like else. humanitarian player yeah. of the year or yeah, something. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the, these questions obviously now directed towards you, Robin. Um, what is your favorite? Who's your favorite uh, Portland player? Larry. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no Nagby. Nagby. Uh, there you go. Uh, who? I mean, we can start with a player, but I would actually rather you start with your favorite Elaine Nagby moment. Oh my gosh, there's been so many. Um, you could only have one. I know. Really, I think it was just kickoff for the first game at Bobby Dodd. Everybody loves this. Well, I mean, like, like I, I was standing, I like I couldn't find a place. Not that I sat, but like to sit or stand in the crowd. And then, so I was kind of like wandering around until I found a place to stay. Yeah. So I was like right up behind the, in the middle of the supporter section, like in that walkway thing. Yeah. And I was just standing there and they blew the whistle and I just started crying. I was like, oh my God, amazing. Three years, three, four years we've been waiting for this moment and now it's here. And I was like overwhelmed. Ah, it's amazing. Well, and I love... When we met in ISC, we were talking about everything and, you, you know, how stuff's going down here and everything. And uh, I was talking about the stadium and asking her, how's everybody's, like, reception of it? And, of course, you guys love it because it is a beautiful stadium. Um, but she was telling me that there was a hidden gym that nobody knew about until you guys scored your first goal at home. And uh, she almost literally shit herself when the train whistle went off. <laughs> uh, so that wasn't even, like, the very first. That wasn't even the first game at, at the Benz. Right. That yeah. was like two or three games in, they finally like Bobby. figured it out. Yeah. Not at Bobby Dodd, at the Benz. At the Benz, yeah, sorry. Yeah, and like all they the first goal that was scored, whatever, I don't remember which game it was. And then the, the train was holding off and everybody was like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, because we'll be there <laughs> yeah, now. Hit for, the deck. Because, yeah, this was before, like, we'll be there now for TIFO stuff. They'll be test running stuff and you'll hear it or yeah. whatever. But, th- but nobody but knew like, that was going to happen. <laughs> yeah. No. The funny thing was, like, uh, 
before we were at Bobby Duff, maybe like a month or so before, we were doing a run through with the fr- with the front office and the and the SGs. So we were standing outside at Bobby Dodd, just kind of talking about where everything's going and blah 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 blah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the train whistle went off, and I was like, like I grabbed Austin and was like, "Are you shitting me with this?" And and then I think it was Skate that had to be like, "Oh no no no, that's not us. That's the school. That's just their like <laughs> after class thing." Yeah, Bobby Dodd, like you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Was, and, yeah so, a whistle and then people off. said we should make one. Yeah, and we should, yeah. And we then should so have so that. Yeah, Chairman's Legion has been talking about that for years. Yeah, yeah. like we want because yeah. obviously we have a train theme. And, and, yeah, it's a thing. yeah, exactly. It's a thing for Atlanta. It's completely symbolic of this town. Yeah. So I mean, to have that when that train wheels, the I think the first time I heard it was when they did the kit launch. And yeah. the very beginning of that video, there's a train there's whistle. A train whistle. Uh, one of my friends and I were just like, <gasps> "Like you got? I know they didn't yeah. put that in there. Yeah, sure they did. And then trains like us are like the timber wood to you. Yeah, so I was about yeah. to say you guys yeah. have a train whistle. We have a lumberjack. A lumberjack yeah. cutting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's pretty cool. Which is also, by the way, the, the except we <laughs> we can't build houses out of trains. You so. cannot. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you could tear them down <laughs> with them. So fun little trivia about the or, uh, the MLS Cup is that we uh, requested that our, our beloved Timber Joey and the log be at the match. Right. Yeah. Um, and they of course were like hell to the nah. Yeah. Um, more because I think they were just scared that we were going to out perform them supporters wise which we right. did anyway yeah we had oh, we had that's not your responsibility we had like yeah. almost four thousand like, people at that t- like yeah. Yeah. having a guy cut a log is not gonna all of a sudden add three thousand percent more sound right. Right. Supporters. there's a <laughs> story about like the giant drum that went right? well yeah so this is what i was getting so they were they were shutting it down and they were like no you can't have the log we don't even want it on you know stadium property whatever <laughs> But we ended up driving this thing. So we threw it up on a Daimler truck, and we drove it from Portland to Columbus. And it showed up uh, the night before the match at the big uh, big meet and greet and, and uh, pre-party. So this Daimler truck turns the corner, and everybody just starts going nuts. Because here comes the log. Yeah. We're yeah. like, home's here. But in all that turmoil, they let slip that they let both of our big drums, who are uh, so named El Diablo and uh, Epic, but they let both of them in, and we were like, what the hell? So we actually had to build boxes, and we put them on a freaking charter plane and flew those guys out here, too. So oh, my like, It's like, well, we don't get our log, but you let us bring in giant both giant. I mean, these things are like Well, obviously, this is why you won, huge. because you cheated with two drums. Two tr- yeah. Yeah. So we were like, <laughs> well, so we, we didn't get our log. It's um, so stupid, some of these... Like MLS in the front office stuff, that some of the stuff they come up with is crazy. Like I remember we went up to NYCFC and they had the meeting on the phone call, and I was on there and um, and uh, I said, well, uh, we have some supporters that are not part of a supporters group, but they're doing their own thing at a bar right next to the stadium. <gasps> oh no, uh, you can't be no. west of the yeah. that street because there'll be like a uh, things could happen. Oh yeah, they- and so I was like, are you sure? Yeah, definitely don't. No. So I started saying, telling them, I was like, you guys have to be. Careful before in the front office, and I Watch said, out well, for sandwich boards. And I then I said, I said, hold on a second, let me actually text the guys at Third Rail who invited me into their bar, right? By the way, when I'm going up there Andy's and see fantastic. and find out what's the deal. And they're like, um, no, that's actually a great bar for your supporters to go to. <laughs> uh, I don't know what they're talking about, and it's just it's like, oh god, and because you may. It, I look like an idiot because I'm like, oh no, like yeah, right. we they're, should. They're, and then I'm like, what are you talking? We get up there, it's a day game on Saturday. On freaking Saturday. I understand that. Yeah. At noon. Coming, coming from where I'm at, though, like, MLS is very particular about security. So, like. Oh, no, it's not MLS. It. It's because it's different from every front office. It really like, is. Like, you talk to Kansas City, they're like, whatever, just come on. And that's by, what I you know. see is trying to help with 
Yeah. Like, yeah. That's yeah. kind of why yeah. it was It's not consistent. No. If it was MLS and they had one central thing that was controlling everything, then maybe it'll be so consistent. Not. And that's that's yeah. why that's how ISC came to be is because we were yeah. trying they, to, you know, regulate the Unfortunately, they don't have single a, single entity common sense. No. So. Which I I get a lot of that cuz I actually have to call Every week before we had the away matches, I have to call every single. I know, and have yeah. phone and calls everyone's and different. Yeah. Like everybody's different. K- SKC yeah. had my tickets three weeks before the, the game. Uh, New York City, it's like a week. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and it's different for everybody. Well, and I have, I actually have to send out all those tickets too. Right, and you so have to distribute all, I have to send all that. It's insanity. Um, so how, like, many, how many? How many? That. How many? Uh, how many? I did that for Orlando last year, so yeah. yeah. I know. yeah. Mm-hmm. How many groups are umbrellaed under Timbers Army? Like, I mean, I know can't, can't, might, may not have an exact number, but um, one. But uh, you guys are an umbrella. I thought they were like no. subgroups. So the the umbrella comes in with the organization, the five hundred one c seven behind it. Okay, and that's the one hundred sevenist. Uh, that is the umbrella part of it. Okay, and, and the umbrella is the Timbers Army and the Rose City Riveters, who is the Thorns. Okay, uh, supporters group. So the Timbers Army is one group. Okay, that's awesome. and then these names group. of these. Uh, um, uh, uh, Are you maybe talking about the section names? Or no, the groups outside of, uh, like oh, we so talked the, about, the, the regional supporters. The regional groups. groups. Yep. Are di- but that's not that's different than having like different supporters groups in Portland. In the actual, right, 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 right. Yeah. Okay. When you when you are in the north end. I'm just always curious because it's different everywhere. Yeah. It really is. and it's Every it's, culture is different. Yeah. It's interesting, too, when we do travel and I'm like, how many supporters groups? I'm like, holy, how do you coordinate all of that? Yeah, LAFC is like, we have 127. Yeah. LAFC is like, we have 127 groups, but we all... In the, when they're in the, the game, in the game, it's this. It's, it's the called same. the one thing, but yeah. behind the scenes, it's, it's super I gotta, fractured. I gotta yeah. say, that's like the one of the things that when I went to the LA Galaxy game, that was the weirdest thing to me because all of their supporter sections they're all are over like the place. separated. Yes. So like they're doing different. What, they chants. can't play nice. I oh, don't no, even some know of them hate they each hate other. each other. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so, like, when I was sitting there at the match, I'm sitting there between one supporter section that's on the south side of the field and then one's on the north side, and they're saying different things. And I'm yep. like, this is so uncoordinated. No wonder the fans and don't join. <laughs> they don't know what to do. <laughs> we do don't pick. know which <laughs> channel to go with. I don't want to get in trouble. Which one do we do? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it was one of the weirdest <laughs> things. Exactly. I was like, this is so, I don't The closest like thing I saw to that was at SKC, you have a group that's not part of the cauldron. But they're on the other end. And so they... It's okay because they'll do their own chants, but it's, it's... But you have a whole pitch in between. Yeah, two, and it know? doesn't yeah. cause any weird fracturing, you yep, know. Yep. And in fact, I thought they were the same group. They just volunteered to be on the other side yeah, to keep it going. It's totally different, And though. the Cauldron is one of those that has a bunch of groups. Yeah, right. Well. Exactly, yeah. Um, but we didn't actually get to the second question. So, and I mean, I know who it is, but... You know, you, I know you who know is who your is. favorite Atlanta United player? Tiro Mialorcito. Tiro Villalba. Why is he your favorite player? Well, actually, he was... Was he the first? No, he was the second, I think, player. Right, after uh, Ken, Kevin Jones. Right? No, 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 You're that I I've, met. Oh, met. You met. Oh, okay. I thought you I like, met, like, I met, actually acquired. Um, no, no, no. She he touched our, his hand. <laughs> he was the first DP. He was the first signed. DP player, yes. He's from Argentina. Yes. Which is where my dad is from, which is why I'm so into Argentina. Okay. Um, he's adorable. He is adorable. He's stinking adorable. <laughs> he was very, very sweet to me when I met him. Uh, I was at a, actually at his signing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you totally fangirl, didn't you? I, I every single time. Every I time she fangirls. <laughs> every this single is, time. This I is her like, more. If he has the ball on the field, I am screaming. Tina! Oh my gosh. Every single time. Oh, um, even when he's on TV. Bother being in Argentina. I mean, what what is it that you like about him so much? Is it his eyes? There are sometimes you just really <laughs> He's like very good looking. He is very good looking. I mean, I, yeah. I'm old enough to have been his babysitter. That is a pretty man. <laughs> I'm old enough to have been his babysitter, but uh, doesn't mean you can't. He's adorable. He's adorable. He's adorable. 
I just I I yeah. just really I like mean, I like watching him. He's you know super fast. He scores goals. Yeah, he's fun to watch on the field. Absolutely. And sometimes as a woman, you just like players. They're because pretty. Of the way they look. I my my and girlfriend's or just anybody. My girlfriend's back at home. They every year they pick uh, their Timbers Crush of the Year, and they have a rule <laughs> that it can never be the same player, player ever and okay, ever again. again. Yeah. See, we wouldn't so have that problem with Atlanta because they're all adorable. They are unfortunately. All adorable. Uh, Bill Loma got it by uh, by default this year because they couldn't pick anybody else. <laughs> well, they already picked them all. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Everybody has to get a shot. Yeah, I think, I think everybody gets a turn. I think Armentero says that he kind of came in late, so I think they he wasn't uh, in the in the picture when they were picking. So I think he has a good running for next year. I think. Oh. Yeah, there you go. I mean, as all of as the Argentinian players us, are my favorites, but Tito is. And we've got another one coming, Eric Ramiti, possibly. So, Maybe. Another, uh, uh, he's kind of like a redhead. Uh, so, there's, there's, oh, there's, there's, a, there's a pretty yeah. good chance. That I mean, real. a ginger we do have some that speaks so Spanish. Yeah. A what? A ginger that speaks Spanish, with uh, and, and Argentinian Spanish is different. So, See? yeah, sounds different. <laughs> um, I, I love how people always just assume Robin knows fluent Spanish. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. Not I so mean, much. it was adorable when I was in El Salvador and. Like, I would say three words, and they'd be like, oh, da, 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 da. and I'm like, no, no, you lost me. I literally knew Thank those three words. Yeah. yeah. Where is the bathroom? So, guys, I want to thank you for coming on. Drew, welcome. Thank um, you so much. We hope you enjoy the uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium experience, the tailgate experience. Looking You're at to a it. great time. It's going to be a huge unity party at the tailgate. Yeah, huge tailgate. Awesome. Eight, awesome. eight or nine DJs. Um, it's going to be probably one of the biggest tailgates of the year. Are, I'm are really the excited Portland about fans uh, planning on the yeah. support? They're planning on oh, yeah. coming out we'll to the tailgate? Yeah. Oh, we sweet. also uh, got the wink, wink, nudge, nudge that uh, tomorrow's Pride Night. So yes, we, it is. We have also brought our pride, which I actually laughed when Robin told me. I was like, "You wait, you guys decided to do Pride Night against the Northwest Hippies? Are, uh, are you crazy?" Uh, I, uh, the first Pride Night competition. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. it. Bring it. Yeah, we, uh, we we bring our pride. Yeah, you know, I don't so. I don't know what our TIFO is tomorrow, but I'm excited about it. Yes, they've been. I'm I've, sure been it's I've been seeing texts all week uh, because this is one of the ones that I did not make to this one, but I've been getting all the updates and I'm very excited about it. I've I haven't seen I haven't seen with pictures. The Orlando one, so I don't even know what the one. That yeah, I'm, I'm excited because I know the, the idea behind that one. This is the first one I haven't seen before it'll come out, and um, uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see it and excited to see how the tailgate turns out. Uh, where can we find you guys at? If people want to find you on the social medias. On the social medias, I am at Robin Sagini, R-O-B-Y-N-S-A-G-H-I-N-I. As it should be. And Instagram, too. Yeah. Uh, really, is it on Facebook still, too? I can't even remember. Uh, I know you can find me on Twitter at CPTCaptain underscore Picard, P-I-C-A-R-D-89. Um, I'm also on Instagram as well. Great. Um, you can also find me. Uh, I am one of the board members of the 107ers, so you can always look me up on the Timbers Army website. And there's an email there. Awesome. So well, I grew, I look forward to you posting a video of the complete shock and awe when you take over one of the gay bars here in Atlanta. Oh, we're going to do it. I want to see the many. faces. I'm, I'm <laughs> afraid of where I'm going tomorrow. Oh, man, because I live right on uh, uh, you West Side. You let us know where you guys go. I, yeah. I'll join. I, we would definitely I, will. We're just minutes from, yeah. from some I've of been the best to one. bars. Yeah. We flew in 50 Pride here? Flags I've, for today. I've been to a number of the gay bars. I've been to a few of them. Well, I mean, I've been to Blake's. I've been to a couple others down here, but I'm... I've been to one that I don't want to go yeah. back to. I'm a seasoned uh, wingman. 
Did you see things? <laughs> no. Well, Did you yes. see things that cannot be unseen? It's, it's called Swingin' Richard. You figure it out. Oh, boy. That's, uh, that's, that's, a, that's more or less for us women than it is. No, it's no. not. Uh-uh. As a you can't get in Are as a group kidding? of women. Yeah. Are you oh, kidding me? You I live right next to Swingin' Richard. Okay, I haven't been in a I, while. I see oh one woman a week over there, okay? This is like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. No. But unlike Portland, you guys can't get fully nude, correct? I believe so, yes. Yeah, so see Portland, you get to see everything. Yeah. They just get up on stage and yeah, yeah. In three seconds, oh, they well, of course. Brush it out. Yeah, yeah. So, as a seasoned wingman of uh, many gay brethren over the years, I I've been to many of the the establishments. So, look forward to hearing the news about it. Uh, yeah, if you have any suggestions, let us know, and then we will definitely let you know where we end up. Fantastic. And, uh, that sounds awesome. All right, guys. Thanks Pretty for good. happening. We'll be right back, guys. We'll do our lineup graphic review. We will review the Portland Timbers lineup graphic, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then that'll be it. Thanks. All my bags up, packed and ready to go. I'm standing here outside the door I hate to wake you up to say goodbye But the dawn is breaking, it's early morning Taxi's waiting, is blown as horn Already I'm so lonesome I could die So kiss me and smile for me Tell me that you'll wait for me Hoping like you'll never let me go This is unrelegated, and Kelly is redoing the intro again because there's nobody to introduce. It's just me and Jay Riddle. It's true. It's true. Uh, this works out very well this way. <laughs> only, I'm only allowed to introduce us when there is literally nobody to talk to. And you know what I'm looking at? I'm looking at the name Jeff Tanella, as Austin reminds me, that's still 1 1 uh, uh, in the Germany Sweden Germany match. Germany, yeah. I know. Thank you. Uh, but I'm looking at the starting 11 for the Portland Timbers. Um, On their graphic lineup. It is. It so is. we're going to do the graphic lineup review, everybody. I know. You love it. I do. Lo- I mean, like, this is something that, like, I I adore film posters. And so I adore, like, really well done film posters. And it just leads into my love of graphics. And, like, I've been doing graphics for, like, 10 years. So, like... Seeing things like this that are really well done, and by the way, Portland Timbers graphic lineup review is really well done. I'm going to start explaining it. So it's a horizontal shape. Uh, It's more wide than it is tall, and it's very simple but very clean. And if you can actually look hard enough, you can tell that they're... What looked to me just to be like a shading of green in the back is actually trees. trees. Which is so cool. It's it's it plays on the shades of green with the Portland Timbers, and it plays with the gold that's in their jerseys. Um, it's just really well done. Jay, do you want to go into more description of it? Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, it's all green tones, right? And you have almost like this uh, on the left side of the lineup graphic is sort of the darker hue of the trees, and then you have a dark green band and a wider uh, light green band that shoot up. Um, uh, vertically at an angle, um, sort of slanting to like the right. Slant. That slant, like a forward slant that you love so much. Yeah, it's yeah, it's basically a uh, forward slash, and it leans into the actual lineup itself, which has a very simple uh, Portland logo, uh, which is the circle and the axe mm-hmm. at the top. It says who they're playing, uh, in very thin when. italic letters uh, versus LA Galaxy, and then it says the date. 
uh, and this one is a U.S. Open Cup uh, 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 graphic. Right. So I'm not sure if they actually if they, list the time or the where it's being played where, and, and stuff like, like that yeah. on their MLS one. That'd be something to look into. I think we should probably maybe look into that a little later. I mean, Jay's looking up it, looking it up right now to see if they actually have. They one. don't. Okay, but they don't. on their MLS one, they don't. Okay, but cool. it, so it's, it's it's pretty much the same. Um, and I guess in in this case, they did not have the graphic of the team that they're playing, but they also do that. So if the MLS when they're playing. Uh, another team, they get the graphic of that team and put that in there as well. Oh, that's cool. Um, it's just not the one that is in front of us for the U.S. Open Cup. Right. And, yeah, it's got big, bold letters. Uh, starting, set, starting 11. Starting 11. Yeah. Easy to see. And then Gives listed. Gives you the names and then their numbers. Right. Uh, in order from goalkeeper uh, up to uh, forward. Yeah. Uh, the striker. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And it's got the little C copyright looking thing, right? Yep. We know all about the copyright, Kelly. We do know the copyright <laughs> symbol. Uh, for, for oh, the, look, Diego Chara. His name is copyrighted. For the captaincy. Yeah. And then the subs are very, very, very tiny. Very tall, but you can still, they're legible. They and are then, because they're almost white. Yeah. Or they are white, like the numbers. And yeah. then this this graphic line of review does actually have a sponsor. I mean, most of them actually have sponsors. Like, uh, we have one for Atlanta United, but it's just not as prevalent as some others are. Some just don't. But yeah. yeah, yeah. I will say, out of out of everything for this, though, this is very clean. It's very classic. I I love the fact that they use sort of like a gold foil um, for their graphics lineups. And did somebody just score? I don't know. But what's what do you give uh, for your review? Sorry about that. Uh, my graphic lineup review for this, I think it's very clean. The only thing I think, and this is the same thing that you harp on most of the time, is we don't know where to watch it. Um, and or what time it's going on. So I think, if anything, I think it's a 4.5, but it's super clean. It's super fresh. I love using the gold foil in pretty much anything. So I give it a 4.5. I think it's just very classy. Yeah, I like to see where they line up. Uh, so I prefer, I just prefer those graphics. Um, I'm torn on this one. Uh, I think I'm going to give it, oh gosh, I'm going to stick with four pizzas. Um, I, I'm really four torn. Four pizzas, that's it? I'm really torn between four and four and a half, but, um, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm being I'm distracted stick right with, now I'm about gonna, this, this DJ dancer. I'm going to stick with that. So, yeah. you, four and a half wine bottles for you, four pizzas for me. We'll put that out there. You can check it out on Twitter and on Instagram and on yeah. Facebook so you can tell look us, at. Tell us your thoughts, because I think it's super clean. I think it's really close to a, a five wine bottles to me, but the only thing missing is the time that the game is going on and where you can see it. Yeah, very well done. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. It's very, very well done. And I think using that, that tree graphic behind it makes it makes is like the icing on the cake for me. And with that, we're going to talk about our wrap-up. Holy cow, buddy. Yeah, this, this DJ's going all in. He's, like, he's, he's turning up the volume. I think that kid's drunk. He's rave dancing right now. It's Kevin Cheeks. He's kid probably, drunk. what, 10 years old? Yeah, he did a great he's job today. He's got better moves than I do. Great what job. What is this? So we have a lot of soccer come up. Nashville FC plays Atlanta United 2 on Saturday, uh, June 30th at 8.30 p.m. in Nashville. Chattanooga FC plays the Atlanta Silverbacks. Uh, Wednesday, June 27th at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. at Christian Heritage School Stadium, actually in Georgia, Dalton, in Georgia. Georgia. I yeah. guess they're meeting in Middle Ground. Yeah. And then Georgia Revolution are playing Inter Nashville at the uh, Henry County High School. And McDonough, yeah. And um, that is Thursday, right? Yeah, at 7.30 p.m. Thursday, uh, June 28th. Yeah, and you can follow both of them, the Georgia Silverbacks and the Georgia Revs, at AtlantaSilverbacksFC.com uh, and at ATL Silverbacks. The same with the Georgia Revolution. You can follow them at georgiarevolutionfc.com. And you can find them on, I believe it's both Instagram and Twitter at at GA underscore revolution. 
on those social media sites. Thanks to our sponsors, Dave W. Photography. We just got his package of photos uh, from the last match, and we will start to get those out. Um, thank you, Dave Williamson. Uh, check him out at Dave Williamson Photography for all your photography needs. Such great photos. Mock the agency. Mock the agency. We've got some uh, exciting merch oh, stuff man, it's we're look working so on. Cool. Uh, so we'd like to thank Don Mock and Mock the agency uh, for all your creativity and digital studio needs, graphic design, packaging, websites, branding, whatever it may be. Uh, does, uh, creativity is their specialty at Mock the agency. Com. Yes, yes. And we want to thank you guys uh, for listening. First off, and, loving us. And we want second <laughs> and following us third. And do we have uh, any reviews on iTunes, Kelly? Oh, we do. We do have the reviews on. I thought I sent it to you, but I can pull it up on my phone. Just keep talking. Okay. So while it. you're looking that up, you can find us at Unreal ATL on all the social medias. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and, and UnrealATL.com. You can mm-hmm. find me at jay underscore riddle. And you can find me at the Kelly Francis, and that is on all of the social medias. And what and is our review? Our review. It was um, done by a wonderful Tony. Uh, hold on, I can't. Night Nightsel. In I can't even. I'm I'm sorry, Tony. I butchered your last name. Send all your tongue twisters and, and names to and Kelly Francis. To me, and I'll try it. So uh, it's a five star review. Wow. Uh, the the title is love it. Um, and he says love the away days episode. Even the train sounds don't change the format. Sets it apart from the typical episodes. Keeps things fresh. Thank you, Tony. That means a lot. And guys, we love meeting you. We love seeing you at the uh, watch parties and events that we do. We have a uh, we have to put together our next schedule of events uh we don't know what's coming up yet but keep an eye out on our social media and we will let you know uh we have a lot of watch party applications to go through so we we need to get to act together we do we need to start looking through that and tell everybody where we're going to be at because we'd love to see all of you guys the supporters coming out to these sort of things and hanging out with us and we love talking with you and interviewing with you and and one of the most my most exciting things for me is like whenever we go to tailgates or whenever we go to things like this and we have people that come up and say that they've been listening and that they're excited to finally meet us it just it brings a smile to my face and it makes me feel more at home and more into this community than i ever have lastly we want to thank atl soccer con and reraz a great setup today a lot of world cup action this has been super fun Um, fun. we look forward to doing it next year we really suggest if you haven't made it this time around uh check it out yeah it is a great time dude we took over crescent street i know like that's insane for real. It's amazing, guys. You should really check it out next year. If you if you aren't already here and partying with us, we hope to see you next year. That's right. So with that, we'll see you next time. Yeah. The way it could be Left here on my own or so it seems I've got to leave before I start to scream But someone's locked the door and took the key you're feeling alright I'm not feeling too good myself Well, you're feeling alright I'm not feeling too good myself Well, boy, you sure took me for one big ride And even now I sit on one but when I think of you I start to cry Just can't waste my time, I must keep dry Gotta stop believing in all your lies Cause there's too much to do before I die You're feeling alright 